0: Georg, with his name hopefully finally cleared, decided to turn his attention back to hunting displacer beasts, and once more his hunt ends in utter failure. Frustrated, he seeks out the aged ranger and asks her advice. She directs him to a hunter, who agrees to hunt down these displacer beasts for him. In return, He asks that Georg keep him in mind when the time comes to replace the current rather old ranger. Georg also decides to check up on the orphan he created and finds that she has been taken in by a family and he donates some gold to ease his conscience. He also checks in with Marjorie to ask if she wishes to visit Thornwood with him to investigate Lady Redshield further. In response, Marjorie reveals that she has in fact been forced by Lady Redshield to spy on Georg after the lady imprisoned her family and the entire story she told him was a lie. Georg brooks her no ill will and even agrees to see if he can release her family from the dungeons. He rents a horse for a hefty deposit, and heads off to Thornwood. But not long after, leaving town, he is ambushed by bandits. Of course, they are no match for a wizard of Georg's skill, and he soon scatters the thugs, but not before one of the rat bastards steals Georg's horse. Swearing not to lose another horse, Georg hunts down the bandit, who leads him on a merry chase for most of the day. But eventually, Georg tracks him down and finds a small camp. He waits till nightfall and starts his slaughter. So angered was Georg by the defiance of these fools, that he uses lightning bolt to blast them to bits and also start a major forest fire. He camps in the forest for the night and is approached by some ogres, but he manages to talk his way out of trouble thanks to the enlarged spell and ogre's stupidity. He reaches Thornwood the next day and the first thing he does is head to the Red Shield estate to investigate. He finds a secret laboratory, no doubt belonging to Lady Redshield and though some items appear to have been removed, a vast wealth of knowledge remains. Next up, he has an audience with Countess Castilian. From her, he finally learns that the mysterious Carrick is a cleric-turned-bandit who has rallied some men to his cause, calling themselves Bastards of the Firewood. They have conquered the town of Anvil to the northeast, killing the local baron and setting fire to the keep. Georg frees Marjorie's family from the dungeon and learns Marjorie was engaged to marry the butcher's son. He buys a mule and cart, and early the next day loads it up with all the things from the Red Shield Laboratory and heads back to Misty Rapids, and except for a couple of easily scared-off bandits, the journey is uneventful. With some spare time on his hands, he decides to visit the temple, and finds it has become rather festive and decorated with the colours of Nadinus, After messing with the clergy, he returns to Misty Rapids to plan his next steps. Has Georg's horsebane curse finally been dispelled? Will he get his own wizard's tower? Will his new library unveil any uses for unicorn blood? Find out next time on Dicing with Death.
1: Hello. Piped out to chat. They can see your faces. Uh, We're going to have to redo this. Hey. Hey there. Well, okay... No, I'm not muted. I'm muted. You're not muted. No. They shouldn't be able to hear you. It, your, your levels aren't moving. I don't know. We might have to redo that intro. What that was, intro? We might just have to restart everything for the YouTube VODs because this was too much of a production issue.
2: Did wait, did they get the recap?
1: They got the recap, but for some oh. reason, our audio was failing. For no reason whatsoever blame neil yes yes that is the right way to blame neil um
2: so you're concerned that youtube viewers will turn it off if they get past the intro in it well they, they'll they'll be fine they'll,
1: they'll be fine if they all right
2: through the intro they'll wait an extra 10 seconds and if they're gonna skip the intro they'll probably they'll just all skip right. past the audio issues happy It'll birthday ryan
1: for Ryan's happy, birthday, I got him technical difficulties on Dicing with Death. Uh,
2: happy birthday, Neil. Apparently, you're 67.
1: I may be 67 today, but you are 28 today. Right? Try again. 20,
2: 27?
1: 27.
2: Okay. Close enough. You're four year, three three, years. Can three. Can you count? <laughs> Too early for math. It's,
1: I got a. Yeah, okay. So, happy birthday, Ryan. How are you doing? Happy, are you doing anything
2: Steve Rowland in chat? Who's apparently also celebrating a
1: birthday today? Ooh, happy birthday, Steve Rowland. Are you doing anything fun, Steve Rowland or or Ryan? i um, really Steve Rowland.
2: Aaron and I went out for crepes for breakfast. Ooh,
1: fancy crepes.
2: Ooh, fancy they crepes
1: fancy. or savory crepes?
2: She got a savory. I got a I got a, a sweet. I has strawberry Nutella with like Ooh. vanilla whipped cream super swanky.
1: reminds me of the good old days yeah crepes on crepes on crepes finally
2: mm. mm-hmm. so got one instead of all you can eat <laughs> and Same then, endless crepes yeah and we had to pay like eight bucks for them instead of oh my god instead of vacuuming for your mom or whatever she <laughs> tried. Oh.
1: we eat a lot of crepes as kids i eat a lot of crepes today well, I in general not today actually.
2: Does your mom still make them for you?
1: No, no, I make crepes now. I make crepes oh, for wow. other people. Um. So, dicing with death. It's yeah, been... Any, anything
2: else to catch up on?
1: I or... don't know. You, how was your conference?
2: Good, good. Yeah. Did you win? Learn some things. I did get a an award, second second place award. In a beauty of, contest, uh, and you get twenty bad. bucks. Uh, I don't know if there's money involved. There might be. I got a, uh, it's out of reach. I got a t-shirt and a coffee mug.
1: Nice. What, what was the thing that you won your prize for? That uh, was a the poster contest between the students. Do you have a poster you can show us? Uh, no.
2: It's at the office. Ah, uh, what a shame. Uh, they don't, they don't
1: care either. They, oh, they, they care. They care more <laughs> than you would like to admit. Yeah. yeah. We all care.
2: Uh, Anyway, so... Look at my papers and bore yourself with the reading. (laughs) Or don't. Just watch D&D instead. Way more entertaining.
1: I have tried to read some of your papers. But you're (laughs) right, they are boring as shit.
2: I guess that's to speak to my skill as a writer.
1: Yes, and the the density of the topic and, you know... Saturday night at... 11.30 is not when you're like, ah, yes, Ryan's dissertation on, you know, iron nanoparticles. This is exactly what I want to be reading right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Anyway, yeah, Dyson with Death. Yes. So, where are you Exactly.
2: I am in the keep, I believe. Yes. I just returned from my trip to Thornwood. I believe it is late at night or end of the day.
1: Uh, You came, returned from Thornwood and from your trip to the temple. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: I think I stopped by the temple on the way back, or did I go and leave? I don't know. Anyways. I think you,
1: yeah. Uh, Fine. You're at the keep. Um,
2: I still need to head into Misty Rapids to turn in a quest
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's about it we'll probably fast forward a little bit maybe do some spell research craft some quarter staves.
1: oh right because uh, you need to spend some time doing up, that
2: set up library and laboratory with all the crap I lugged back from, from Thornwood mm-hmm. this is some super creepy music Haunted ramparts. That seems to sum up Misty Rapids keep pretty well.
3: I
1: thought so. Courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. Best audio website for your D&D needs.
2: Best audio for your tabletop. Yeah. Okay. um what where are we? Where are we? You're in, in the keep. We, is it, I mean, okay, when when are we? Is it
1: I think it's uh late at night. I think you got back from your temple trip ran into the keep. Um, and that was that you've got a cart now remember I have a
2: cart a donkey and a riding horse all of which I think I think we have a stables in the mm-hmm. in the keep yeah so I'll just dock them there and probably not worry about it unless I have need of a cart at some point sure uh, but you never know I wind up with a lot of bodies to bury so um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it in this something buzzing I think we're fine all right in the spirit of spooky haunted rampart music why don't i check on the unicorn before bed just uh. to see where it is and maybe i'll take care of the bleeding for once okay and scope out the so tell me about the crypt the, or the dungeon again and where they're located and where the entrance is
1: the dungeon entrance is next to the main hall or it's in the main hall actually Hmm. Uh, if you go in through the, the front doors, it's to your right, right, like right away to your right.
2: Okay. On this, uh, and then across and to the right is the staircase up, correct?
1: Um, I don't know what you Pass. mean by. It. Oh yeah, yeah, all so the way down. In, there's a dungeon the
2: right door to your right. There's a throne in the very front, or not a throne, but like a big table and. A big
1: yeah, table. and if you go all the way to and then to the right, that's where the staircase is. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, the dungeons are locked and, oh they are yes uh what's his name Kelgreller keeps the key
2: okay oh that's right I do remember having to ask him for the key um is there anyone in the great hall at this hour
1: no it's late
2: okay hmm I can just knock the door open can't I
1: if you'd like to does that break it nope
2: it's, it's replaceable
1: yep well, I mean, it doesn't replace the door. It won't break the door. It won't... It just, you know... Poof.
2: But it, like, un- it unlocks the lock and opens the door. It doesn't, like, blow it off its hinges.
1: Correct. Uh, you won't be able to relock it, but you can unlock it. Why
2: can't you... I'm, am I not imagining this padlock?
1: No, it's not a padlock. It's like a skeleton key goes in the door.
2: Okay, so it's not like it automatically locks when you slam it shut? Correct. I believe, is there a reverse of knock that locks? Or is it just like a temporary wizard lock kind of thing?
1: Uh, I don't think there's a reverse, but I'm sure you could research a first level spell that locks... Uh... Maybe you can do that with a cantrip, actually. there is re-
2: The reverse spell lock closes and locks a door, or similar oh. closure. Right? There's a physical mechanism. Okay, so the spell exists. There is a reversed knock. Fantastic. It does not create a well, but it locks physically operating locking mechanisms. To two functions, it cannot affect a portcullis. Okay, I do not have that memorized, but question answered. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a knock memorized, and it's bedtime, so instead of finding Greller, I'll just gingerly knock the door open. Okay, Actually, door. I, there's no somatic components so I whisper, uh, "Open sesame." What's the what's the term from Arabian Nights? Open
1: sesame. Is that really what it is? Abracadabra?
2: I don't know. It'll, it'll come to me in like an hour and a half. I'll randomly blurt out some strange, strange word. In any case, I knock the door open to the dungeon and descend.
1: Yes, open sesame does come from the Arabian Nights. Okay. From Alibaba. Okay, the door slams open to loud bang. <laughs> leaving the stairway heading down into the dungeons to you. Stairway heads down for a flight and then turns left for another flight before you reach the lower areas.
2: About how many feet underground do I think I am? Like one story? Two stories?
1: About a story underground. When you get to the bottom of the second flight, there is a square room that looks like the guardhouse. There are some weapons, there are some chains, there are keys... There's a small table and chair with a lantern and a deck of cards.
2: None of the keys to the cells or to the No, the, it
1: looks like uh, matched keys for... Um, oh, for locks. For, for like, manacles. I mean,
2: okay. Yeah, okay. Um, all of this is stone? Yes. The keep itself is wood, correct? Or is the keep stone?
1: Um, I believe the keep is... Ooh, I don't remember.
2: I don't know who's that. I know the wall is a wooden palisade wall.
1: Yes. But... I think this keep is wood, too.
2: Okay. Uh, but the foundation and the dungeons are stone. Right. Yeah. All right. I walk past the guardhouse and down to the row of cells.
1: Uh, how are you lighting your way?
2: Um, Good question. Uh, With a candle. Okay.
1: You proceed down, and as you go forward, you see the row of cells. And in the last one is the unicorn laying on the anyone... side, unable to lift its head.
2: Is there anyone in the other cells? No. Okay. Um, I'd like to s- search the dungeons themselves for any secret exits or possible secret exits.
3: Hmm. Does it seem like
2: a like, self-contained stone hallway, or would there be anywhere feasible to tunnel out or make a secret passageway to my workshop or anything of the sort?
1: Let's take a look. What is your perception sh- skill?
2: Perception is 12.
1: Yes, you do And indeed find a secret passage at the very back of this hallway with cells on either side of it. Um, mm-hmm. You get to the very end and start poking around, kind of feeling around, and, and you feel this really loose brick, this really loose stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you try and pull it out, you can hear a... Like it feels like there's a, it's a, there's a spring on the other side of it. It's kind of resistant to pull out, and as you give it a tug... It slips from her hands, slaps back into place, and the wall recedes, and then shifts to the side. Hmm. Yes.
2: I take a glance at the unicorn next to me.
1: It, its eyes are big. There's, like, tears running down one of them. Maybe tears of pain, tears of tiredness, of sadness.
2: I sigh and step
1: into the secret passage. Your candle reveals a narrow passage, maybe three and a half feet wide, maybe six and a half feet tall.
2: Does my direction sense function underground? Like, can I figure out which way this passageway is heading? So I guess I went down to the left.
1: Uh, You should be heading southward right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You notice that beside you in this little corridor, there's a small dial that seems to be slowly turning back like, you know, it's it's just kind of slightly
2: yeah, like timing before the door shuts do I think that if it, if the door shuts, I wouldn't be able to get out
1: it makes sense that there ought to be a way to open the door from either end,
2: okay, well I'll hopefully be quick about it
1: okay um you Is hear coming from the unicorn a few words in Elvin. Do you speak Elvin? I do speak elven. Uh, you can hear this weird voice saying in elven, Help me. Not kill me. <laughs> Help me. But now the door begins to slide back the grating stone on stone sound masks whatever noise is coming from the unicorn uh,
2: it speaks you know with it. its mouth or is
1: it like telepathic speaks with its mouth it looks like uh, the door shuts itself again Ooh. and you notice that the dial has stopped moving now
2: and I move the dial from this side
1: yeah it, it's a rotatable yeah. dial
2: All right. I head down the passageway uh stone earthen earthen
1: earth the way so you walk and you keep walking and you keep walking Um, Um, how many paces I don't know like five minutes pass and it's just been straight dirt well now you piqued my curiosity you keep walking
2: I keep walking yeah
1: alright five minutes slips into ten and then into twenty you've been underground for like twenty minutes now your candle is burning, but it'll burn out eventually. How far do you want to take this path?
2: Um, I, I got six candles. I'll, I'll give it up to an hour.
1: Okay. You keep trekking um, and sure I'll enough, an hour passes, you burn through a candle.
2: And it continues.
1: Uh, yeah, and there have been no passageways, no nothing to decorate, just the occasional wooden supports to cover this tunnel. i walking underground for about an hour-ish. It's bizarre.
2: Is How high
1: is the passage? Six and a half feet. Okay,
2: so I couldn't ride a horse down here or anything to... Mm. I think south so into the tether into the tanks t- and we're ways beneath the tether wilds at this point mm-hmm. maybe near the Barrows? I don't know.
1: maybe. Um, if you're walking overland for an hour, you'd be around the barrows by now. but oh, in probably. this smaller passageway you're going a little bit slower.
2: Yeah, do I how what time did I get back? Like what time of night is it? Do I think? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing to do for weeks. I'll I'll keep. I'll light a second t- candle and keep walking.
1: Another forty-five uh, minutes passes when okay. you see the end of the tunnel. There's a a wooden staircase attached to the end of this thing that goes up to a what looks to be a, a wooden trapdoor.
2: Is it ab- above my head or?
1: Yeah, the staircase goes up and then there's a trapdoor at the ceiling.
2: Am I able to open it? hmm Okay. Yeah. I climb the staircase, candle in left hand, and slide it just a crack. Okay. Uh,
1: it opens, and it's dark on the other side.
2: I open it wide enough to stick my candle up and at least get a 270-degree view into the room as I poke my head
1: up. You lift it up, and you see a, a brown fabric.
2: Against uh, the wall? Kind of like
1: draping like- down in front of you. Either side, left and right, is a, a earthen wall, or stone wall on either side of you. And then directly in front of you, maybe six inches or so from the where the door opens, is a brown fabric.
2: All right, I open the trap door completely and ascend to the rest of the staircase looking around. So um, is there a wall behind me?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a small room just big enough for this trapdoor with earth on three sides, earth and ce- uh, I'm sorry stone on three sides, stone ceiling, and fabric before you.
2: I slide the fabric to the side and peer past it.
1: You slide this fabric aside, and you're looking inside a small tomb.
2: Probably in the barrows. I step into the tomb, illuminating with a candle.
1: Okay, the fabric falls back into place, and you see that it is this, uh, like a, a flag, sort of sigil-like flag hanging down with the emblem of the Song family on it. Across from you is a similar flag draped down to your left, to your left is the entranceway, which is just a, a barred gate, like a portcullis style, style gate. And to your right is a large sarcophagus.
2: Just one sarcophagus in here? Yes. Okay. The
1: barred gate is locked. You haven't okay. tried it yet, but you, it would make sense for it to be locked. I confirm. Yes, it's locked.
2: Is the is there anything behind the other flag?
1: No, just wall.
2: Okay, but this, but the, the fabric that I moved aside is the flag, correct? Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Uh, any inscriptions on the tomb to indicate who it is?
1: Yes. This appears to be Baron Song's great grandfather.
2: Hmm. Sarcophagus is vertical or horizontal? Horizontal.
3: Okay.
1: Um, Actually, when you look back at your other flag and move it around, you notice that well, you can now see through this illusion, there's an illusionary wall behind the flag to make it look like solid stone. So at one
2: point, there was a powerful wizard here.
1: So the second tomb you've discovered with an illusionary wall in it.
2: Yes, yes indeed. I actually I am immune to first level illusions, I think, with 19 int. Is
1: that correct? I I think so.
2: Yeah. But I am, yeah. So, is this a phantasmal force spell? Nope. Nope. Okay. So then, I so then I would still be under its effects. <laughs> the thought does cross my mind to open the tomb, open open the sarcophagus.
1: Have you never seen a dead person before?
2: Are you kidding? Too many. Too many.
1: <laughs> it's a, I don't get the song.
2: a famous song. A
1: Primus song. Oh, okay. That's what happens when you're married to Lauren. You learn Primus songs.
2: I do have a detect magic in my pocket, so I'll go ahead and cast that.
1: Uh, you detect magic from behind the curtain. Behind he the wall. Yes. Yep. And that's it.
2: Okay. Undead wouldn't necessarily be magical, right? That's
1: a good point. I think most undead would be magical. There might be a few that aren't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think the majority of undead would be magical. Like maybe those wraiths you fought earlier wouldn't be.
2: Okay, but like a zombie that was raised by a necromancer would radiate necromancy. yes. yes. Like a... Okay, or a lich or a vampire. A lich definitely a vampire, maybe not.
1: Maybe although, not naturally I'm occurring there. magical creep, uh Undead, not.
2: Yeah, although what vampire worth salt doesn't have a magical item or two, right? Okay, I will leave. Sleeping songs lie and begin the long, nearly two-hour walk back down the passageway. All said and done, I will have burned let's say four candles.
1: Yeah, sure. You make your way back through the passageway, uh, arriving back in the the dungeons. Uh, back at the little dial by the stone uh, by the stone wall.
2: Mm-hmm. Do I know who's been bleeding the uh, unicorn?
1: It's either been Greller or Song. You're not mm-hmm. sure which one. Maybe they take turns.
2: Yeah. I turn the dial. Uh,
1: it's kind of hard to shift. It takes a lot of force to really crank it. But once mm-hmm. you get it to a certain point, it clicks and the wall recesses towards you and then shifts to the side.
3: Okay.
2: I step in and put the brick back in place. It triggers uh, it. No,
1: the brick kind of like pulls and snaps back in. Okay. It's, it's already in place. Right.
2: All right. I kneel beside the unicorn and like pat its muzzle. Spurn- help me, I know, I know brave prince mm, does it look like it is in need of being bled? As it looks will-
1: like it's barely alive, you can see bloody <laughs> patches all along its side where the uh, its torturers have been like leeching it or bleeding it <sighs>
2: Got to figure out what, if any, purpose this unicorn could serve. Otherwise, (laughs) it makes no sense. But it is... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Please help me.
2: Soon, I hope. I...
1: They're mad. They're mad.
3: (laughs) Hmm.
2: I stand up to walk away. Slowly enough that it could get in another word, but...
1: It doesn't have the energy.
2: Yeah. (sighs) I return to my chambers and get some rest.
1: Uh, You get to the top of the staircase and find the door shut and locked.
2: Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I <laughs> I'm napping in the dungeon. <laughs>
1: do you have a second knock spell?
2: I don't. Um, I can blink through the door. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what I do. I can reduce myself 60%. Would that allow me to slide between no. bars? Oh, I have Wraith form.
1: Okay, Wraith form would allow you to Wraithform. move through yeah, the Wraith... lock and around the edges, but... Uh... This is a solid wood door, so you can't... There's no bars to squeeze
2: between. I 100% can wraith form under the door. Yeah, You, ra- you wraith wraiths at me through a solid door. No, no, I, I no, no wraith um...
1: Wraith uh, shriek. Reduce through a door. Okay, yeah, yeah. But you can yeah, wraith I form
2: through wraith form doesn't have any serious spell components. It's gauze and a wisp of smoke, if I'm correct. So I just use the last nub of my candle okay. to set the gauze on fire. Turn into a wraith and slide through the cracks in the door.
1: You are through the door,
2: and I wraith my way uh, back to the up the up the staircase. Mm-hmm. Right, back to, back to my room.
1: All right, you get back to your room. The sun is almost coming up. You can see the sky lightening in the east spent all night walking through underground tunnels
2: yeah kick the dirt off my shoes and
1: and go to sleep okay you pass out wake up the next afternoon maybe not afternoon but you know late the next morning
2: yeah okay when I rise I think I'll rememorize the same there's a detect magic. pockets mm-hmm. knock wraith form yeah sure
3: um,
1: pool
2: and um, after I memorize spells I'll probably spend a little bit maybe an hour or two cranking away at my research what was it was I researching a spell
1: uh, no you have no spells that you're researching currently
2: What else was in... Oops. Let me consult Ramdall's spellbook. See if there's anything worth learning. Light... uh... Ventriloquism, Unseen Servant, Wizard Mark, Bind, Invis, ESP. No alignment could be fun. Check my own alignment. Locate Object, Magic Mouth, Strength, Explosive Runes can't learn hold person lemon's tiny hat lightning bolt I don't know I may need to think on this we'll see um, so then i all have spent that study time starting to organize the library cool um, if there's anything on unicorns that'd be cool to know um, there were like a hundred and some odd books weren't there
1: uh, yes there is a book that looks like it might have something on unicorns and as you flip through it sure enough there is a section on them Cool. Uh, uh, feel free to familiar si- familiarize yourself with page 353 of the Monstrous Manual.
3: Okay. Uh, if you
1: wish. That's the unicorn page. Uh, feel free to read that at any time to understand whatever you'd like about these creatures.
2: Unicorns. Um. Blah, blah blah. Woodland homes. Reclusive. Play with pixies. Speak their own language as well as other sylvan creatures and elves. Did this unicorn have a beard? Have a.
1: Have a beard like the little goatee. No. Males, I guess, have
2: have chin beards.
1: No, there's no goatee on this one.
2: Okay, so it was a female. Unicorn can teleport. So I guess this one is so badly wounded that it like can't even use its... It's like never... It hasn't had a chance to rest to regain its daily spell or something like that.
1: Something like that. You seem to recall Baron Song saying something about teleporting. Yeah. When you first ran into him about the Unicorn.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Protect forests 400 square miles. Lone unicorns occasionally allow themselves to be tamed and ridden by a human or elf maiden of pure heart and good alignment. I don't think I meet many of those criteria, do I?
1: No. I guess you got the human part.
2: Maybe a maiden? (laughs) No. Pure heart? No. Good good alignment? No. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Lifespan. Unicorn horns are strongly sought after. Alright, horn can be used to make 2 to 12 potions of healing. Horns sell for 1500 GP on the open market. That is the only valuable component. It's not even that much. Like, is it really worth murdering this creature, this holy creature for?
1: Uh, I guess the the book that you have would also say that there are other components useful for the unicorn as well. It's blood is used in a few things. The powdered unicorn hoof is used in a few things. Um, some things recall call for horse hair but if you replace it with unicorn hair, it's a little bit more potent. Um...
2: God, do we chop up this unicorn and sell it for parts? <laughs> All right, I packed this, or I don't know, tuck this information away for later. I'll think what to do with it. It'd probably be better to kill it and chop it for parts than to uh, keep bleeding it in the dungeon. Lesser of two evils. we'll think about it. What it, does it say what the blood could be used for?
1: Uh some potions require a unicorn's blood.
2: Does it need to be fresh or can it be
1: preserved? It doesn't specify. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the blood can be used as part of the resistance to charm or held. <laughs> if you want to be making like a, a protection from charm spell or a protection from holding spell mm-hmm. uh, or potion, you would want to use some unicorn blood in that. You could probably Thanks. use elf blood instead, but unicorn blood is a little bit better.
2: Okay. Okay, possession of unicorn horn. Is a sovereign remedy against all poisons? Is that just having the unicorn horn, or do you have to use it up? Just possession of one is a sovereign remedy against all poisons. That's a good question. Okay. It doesn't specify no. how it would be used to cure poison. Correct. All right. That's probably all I get out of today.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and I will head into town to speak with Marjorie.
1: Uh, are you working on your staff today?
2: Um, maybe later. Let's go turn in this quest first. And...
1: Uh, you go to speak with Marjorie. We're just moving back the staff each day that you don't work on the oh. staff, I move it back one day. Yeah,
2: hey, we haven't confirmed that.
1: Yeah.
2: Did it look like there was unicorn blood just like pooling on the floor? Like, were no. they collecting the blood, or is it just like
1: they were just bleeding him to keep him weak? Okay. Or riding her to keep her weak. Uh, But you make it back to Misty Rapids. Beautiful little town that it is.
2: Yeah, I would have ridden my real horse in town. My riding horse.
1: The one that you rented? Yes. And cast a...
2: uh, Cast a deep pockets.
1: Fantastic. You load up your gear, hop on your phantom horse, and make it into town.
2: Indeed, indeed. Um, And I head to the First Falls Inn, Mm -hmm. which does or does not have a stables.
1: Uh, There's a. Yeah, there's a small area to tie up your horse.
3: Um, Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
2: I tie up my horse and approach the inn. Is Marjorie
1: within sight? She's out front sweeping the porch.
3: Okay.
2: Marjorie, my dear.
1: Ah! She says with an excited look on her face and comes running down the steps.
2: So? I I have some good news for you. Your your family is freed.
1: Oh, thank god. She gives you a huge hug. I make an awkward face. Yeah. Eventually she lets go and backs up to look at you, hands still on your shoulders.
2: They are... Safely home in Thornwood.
1: I I don't I don't know what to say, Carl. After after everything I did to you after after the lies, I guess I didn't do that much, but after the lying and you thank you. I nod.
2: We all do what we must to survive. You're not half, nature of mortality.
1: You're not half as bad as the rumors say you are.
2: I shrug. Hmm. I don't know if you should let that get out. It might ruin my reputation.
1: Mom's the word.
2: <laughs> so, will you return to Thornwood? Your f- family said you ought to return at once. Apparently a eager butcher boy is awaiting your return. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot about him, almost.
2: Huh. It was the first thing they said upon release. Well, they
1: you know how arranged marriages go.
2: I I, I don't, but oh. I have an avid imagination.
1: Well, you know, your parents say you get to marry the butcher's boy, and then they plan your wedding, and And then you go through with it, and now you have a husband. Or your family gets kidnapped from you somewhere after where they told you you're marrying the butcher's boy, and you get sent away by a crazy woman to go talk to a murderous wizard and then end up working in a tavern. Life is interesting. I, I honestly can't imagine going back to working to my old life and Marrying the butcher's boy after all this excitement.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully the excitement has died down for now. Lady Red Shield is on the lamb and Well I th- I think my pursuers have given up for now.
1: Well Hopefully
2: um, all will be quiet in Misty
1: Rapids. I guess there's no reason whatsoever for me to stay then.
2: That choice is yours to make, Marjorie.
1: Just... Well. She says awkwardly.
2: Yes, uh... we must all decide for ourselves the life of adventure or the life of a butcher's wife.
1: Well, there's not much adventure in keeping an inn. And I should probably see my family and Jeff is, is nice, but I, I don't expect he'd want to keep me around here forever.
2: Is hi. Jeff the owner of the... Yeah.
1: yeah. Alright, well then. Um, I should go tell him I'm heading back home. Uh, if you ever what it is, come through Thornwood, do swing by and say hi she gives you directions to where she lives in Thornwood
2: well if you ever need anything more and I sort of pause think back at all this
3: yeah
1: Uh, maybe not dot 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 Hmm. she flashes you one of her broad winning smiles uh, and kind of gives a slight shrug and walks back inside you can hear her calling for Jeff, the innkeeper. And as you resaddle your horse, or you know get your horse back ready to ride, you can hear you can actually see them through the doors. He's giving her a big hug, and she's getting ready to go. Takes off to grab the rest of her stuff. Do we know uh, Georg's birthday? As long as I, think know. You,
2: I think we rolled for it, and you wrote it down. I think it's some time in...
1: November or something.
2: Yeah. Okay. Chat is so upset that we have, are not planting the seeds for future cyber sex.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's. How awkward. old is Marjorie?
2: Marjorie's young, isn't she?
1: Yeah. She's well within your age range.
2: <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm a sixth level wizard. I'm way out of her league.
1: <laughs> your birthday is November 3rd.
2: I was all ready to make a joke about butchering life being bloodier than adventuring, but she, she kept interrupting me. Oh! Alright, I saddle up my horse.
1: Okay. What else are you going to do for the day?
2: Um, I guess head back to the keep and do my things.
1: Okay. Uh, what Sir. spell would you like to learn?
2: Uh Hadn't decided yet. Um, maybe light like, could be useful. Who? Unseen servant? Find Kinky.
1: Did you have a spell
2: in mind? I think I'll work on no alignment.
1: Okay, and what level is that?
2: Uh, second level.
1: And what's your chance to learn?
2: Uh, chance to learn is 95% minus 15, so 80%. Okay, uh,
1: you start working on no alignment. You return your living horse to the stable keeper.
2: It's my living horse. Oh, you need you to get it. my money back? Yeah. Who or you can knows? keep
1: it because you put down the full horse price yeah. deposit.
2: I think I don't need 75 gold. I think I'll just keep it stable that the keep in case I need it again.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh, you head back to Mister Rapids and study. Yeah. How long do you want to skip forward in time?
2: Um... At least two days to get me recovered to full HP. Um, I will return to working on staff, so I will get in some hours that day. Okay. Move that date back forward.
1: Sure. Um, the second day, not this day, not the next, but the... You
2: know. So this is the day where so I'm back to full HP.
1: Yeah, you're back to full HP. Uh, mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning... You're getting ready to go out and work on your staff for a little while. When a rider comes in through the front gate, uh, you guys are seated in the main hall, just having finished up breakfast, getting ready for your, your day. The guards are there, or the, the soldiers are there, Kel Greller's there, Cal Crystal's there, someone else is on the gate. Uh, Baron Song is here, having food with everyone this rider comes in through the door kind of breathless stands at attention for a moment and says the, "The, there's a peasant uprising sir, rebellion in the west Baron Song looks around at the table
2: so we're having breakfast in the great hall yeah,
1: you're breakfast is finishing up you're getting ready, like you're getting out of your seat, uh, saying one more thing to this person, you know, someone's clearing your dishes um uh, Aaron Song looks about. Gives a big sigh. Turns to Greller and says Did you take care of this one for me? Greller gives a bit of a nod uh, and gets up. Grabs his sword from where it was leaning against a wall and heads over to follow the rider back out.
2: I sort of look expectantly to um... What's on?
1: He's this already song, turned back color. to his food, head down, mm-hmm. bread in the trencher. Hmm.
2: I think I stand up and follow Greller and the and the messenger out, at least to get a little more information.
1: Okay. Uh, you find Greller mounting up on his. Big scary war horse outside.
2: He takes like 10 minutes to get his armor on, or was he eating, taking breakfast in his
1: armor? Uh, I guess he had some on. Like he had the, the yeah. breastplate on. He's got to get the rest put on. So he's getting his horse ready. Someone else is bringing out the rest of his armor.
2: Does he have a squire, or does he just have. He does not name? have a
1: squire at the current time. The men at arms help him yeah. suit up. Yeah. He, he has
2: plate mail? Or. Um
1: uh, He is wearing chainmail. Okay, so actually he already had his chainmail on. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um I guess I walk over uh what, what town is it? That's yeah. uprising Hamlet Which hamlet? Or is that the name? Appleton. Hmm. What's it over this time?
1: Apparently, there have been bandits raiding the area. Hmm. We put a stop to them as much as possible, but. The town got hit a few times. Some other murderers in the area say we're not protecting them well enough. Hmm. they've kicked out the sheriff well then time to go reinstate the sheriff tell the people who's boss and try and round up some of these bandits to calm them down
2: think you need a hand?
1: (laughs) no they're just peasants
2: oh Okay then.
1: Okay.
2: I'm somewhat dejected, Georg slinks back to the to his workshop.
1: Nope.
2: Nobody needs me.
1: You have a whole list of quests open. Really? Yeah.
2: You... i Can I open my quest log? I thought I had solved everything I had. I mean, I guess I've, I'm looking. I mean.
1: All right, you got the unicorn blood, or the unicorn oh. issues. Yeah. Um, there's still the matter of uh, getting Baron Song and Lady Dissect together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I accepted these quests. I guess I technically listened. I didn't didn't walk away while they were talking, but
1: Baron Song still wants you to find some sort of way to send secret messages to people. Yeah, um, and a way to lock his treasure up. Uh, that's not a wizard lock where only you can get through it, but some sort of magical locking mechanism to prevent it be- from being robbed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I guess that's really the only major quest lines.
2: Yeah, Georg is still looking for the Air Fortress, or daydreaming about the Air Fortress. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, and we're waiting on, I guess, time is just taken on the Displacer Beast. Yeah. All right, then um i'll keep pounding away on my staff studying up maybe i should do some clairvoyance and clairaudiencing oh can you add clairaudience to my spell list
1: oh yes yes i can
2: and i think i need material components for that which i should check if i can make
1: Think this is a well, maybe not quite a perfect time for break yet is do you have any idea what you're going to be doing going forward or are you just going to take some time and rest and learn and study and build
2: how much longer is it for my staff
1: um you're on the 29th i'm sorry you're on the 21st the staff will be finished on the 31st so 10 days
2: okay maybe i'll hang around here at least until that's done um I may consider seeing if I can make any progress with scrying. As in, if I can do any research with clairvoyance or clairaudience that would further any of my goals.
1: Okay.
2: But we'll probably skip forward in another 10 days. And maybe a few more if I can make my own spell components. Okay. I think I need a tiny horn or something weird.
1: For clairaudience? Yeah.
2: Yeah. What does
1: it say? Oh, that's clear all right so a small
2: uh, horn of at least 100 gp value does that need to be is that consumed in the casting
1: if it doesn't say otherwise yeah okay so clear audience is probably a less common spell to cast
2: yeah um well pineal gland i mean i guess i've
1: that's cheap harder to find yeah. possibly but cheap
2: I, suddenly, I need to make an arrangement. So I will make an arrangement with a butcher in town to get those pineal glands. if I I didn't already, did I? I talked about it, but I don't think I actually did.
1: Yeah, that's a easy thing yeah. to do. We don't need to roll and I'll,
2: I'll probably try to make some horns, some small horns with 100 GP. So I'm assuming if I make them myself, they can be 50 GP of material components?
1: Yeah. and so pretty typical. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, oh, I don't even know what... That's probably like straight up gold or something, right? I think so. Tiny golden horns. Yeah strange okay um i guess we'll deal with that after this break
1: yeah sure um actually let's just round out that day where you learn no alignment i do learn it yes you okay. do uh and why don't okay. we take our break here and we'll come back with more dicing with death in just a little bit goodbye hey there guys and welcome back to dicing with death so georg carl Yish. um What do you want to do? It is currently Tuesday, the 22nd of March.
2: Yeah, so I think we're going to skip forward about 10 days, but I probably will cast some spells in the meantime. Well, let's just skip forward
1: three days first. Okay. Uh, Because after, or on the third day, who should turn up at your door but Lance, the ranger. Oh, cool. With some displacer beast hide. Nice, nice.
2: So what would I want to do in the meantime? Um I do need to pick another spell to learn. So I just learned no alignment, which oh, right. by the way, is reversible. I was talking with Neil about it during the break. I can conceal alignment of myself or a particular magical item. And so I will at some point want to memorize a no alignment. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll burn a rope trick. Mm-hmm to replace to learn a no alignment sure and that, that is a yeah uh, and i'm thinking about whether i want to do any scrying i will note that it seems so clairvoyance specifically says that you can't use magical enhancements or whatever through the clairvoyance so like you can't detect magic through a clairvoyance right or use improvision through a clairvoyance clairaudience doesn't seem like it has any such qualifiers so one thing I'm thinking, I could put on Steel Truthseers Ring and detect lies with a clear, clear audience. Ooh. Mm. Alternately you could research like hear magic as a spell, and make up the spell <laughs> <on your> ma-
3: <laughs>
1: No
2: <laughs> that two you...
1: I think you could if you did hear magic, it would give right. you a direction perhaps, with clear audience. I yeah. think it would just be from the clear audience spell. I don't, I don't think it would work quite the same. All right.
2: Well, that's a that's a problem for another day. Um, I don't know that there's anything that I want to scry on, but I'll definitely want to cast a no alignment on, mostly on the amulet, but also maybe myself. Like it lasts a couple of rounds.
1: So. Uh, do you have a new spell you want to learn?
2: Yeah. Let's see. I guess, I mean, I've got, I might as well just learn all the spells, right?
1: Uh, Well, do let me, do keep note that uh, at some point you might hit that limit where if you take your amulet off, you forget spells. Six, seven,
2: eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I'm still six level one spells away from maxing and like. 10 level 2 spells, quite a few level 3 spells. So I'm still a little ways. Alright, cool. Even without the amulet.
1: But do keep that limit in mind, because there may come a time where the amulet does get removed for one reason or another.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What do we think? Locate object or no alignment, or sorry, or ESP... Actually, maybe I'll do explosive runes. It seems like something that um, the Baron Song might like to have. And I think that with explosive runes, you can designate which people can read them. Okay. From reading his material. So that means you have to be literate to be blown up with an explosive runes, is this correct?
1: Yes. Well, I guess if you're <laughs> illiterate, you can still try. Like, I could try to read Chinese. Mm-hmm. I would have no idea what I would be doing. I would be like, ah, yes, that's mountain, and that's man, and that's middle, and then I'd be lost. In fact, I could probably only get middle at this point.
2: Okay.
1: Um, we'll deal uh,
2: with the menu of the spell later, but there are some interesting
1: Explosive runes is, is third level? Third level. Okay.
2: I I'm only level 6 guys, although I will be hitting level 7 today unless I have a pretty sad investment
1: session. Today? This session? You sure? Uh How close are you?
2: Like less than 2000.
1: Oh my god. 1,100. 1,100? So, You're so close. I am. And I
2: probably just got about half of that from talking to Marjorie, I would guess. So I don't know if there's any scrying that I want to do, but let's at least deal with my no alignment. Okay. I guess let's read the spell text and... Let's see. This remains stationary and... Con- Concentrate on the subject for two full rounds, so I can get three subjects. Creatures allowed a saving throw, although I can potentially fail myself. Maybe the object gets a saving throw. One round I could get Law or Chaos. Two rounds get Evil. Certain magical devices negate the no alignment spell, and the reverse undetectable alignment conceals the alignment of an object or creature for 24 hours, even from a no alignment spell.
1: Is this smell alignment now?
2: No alignment. No the no alignment smell.
1: <laughs> smells evil.
2: So I don't think there's anything else that I would no align. I guess if Griller or Song were around.
1: Greller uh, Griller did return later that day. Okay or the next day.
2: He put down a peasant rebellion in like six hours.
1: And it His looks like is... it sounds like he wrote out did some grullering, and then rode back
2: that man is a professional <laughs> he does his job well <laughs> okay um so sure if he's with if i can get within 10 yards of him during those 6 minutes i will check his alignment as well although i guess that would only, if he's less than level 9 right it's is there a hard cutoff or is it just
1: a it must be of ninth level to have a A character must be a ninth level and strongly aligned to produce. It's and it's not or. Yes. Okay. Uh, So you concentrate on Griller, and you just get you know
2: human. Mm -hmm. And my myself, same deal.
1: Yeah, Uh, but you concentrate on the amulet. Did you say? Yes, that was the main purpose of this. Uh. the amulet rolls back as chaotic
2: i get i get it's i spend two rounds on each so i chaotic evil chaotic evil not a surprise but good to know. it is an aligned object in that case
1: yes and Listen. uh malchus is the god of chaos so he's mm-hmm. chaotic neutral um yeah. in his alignment yeah. but this item of his is chaotic evil I'm going to leave you for just a moment. I'll be right back. Mm.
2: Chat, what do we have to steam? What plots can we plot?
3: Evil. Hmm.
2: read my my scroll from the temple was a scroll of protection from undead there was no wizard scroll protection scroll have the unif- teleportation is a dimension spell so i will get that at level five or level ten whenever i get fifth level spells yes i am hunting the airship but it is we don't know where it is now any suggestions on what I should scry? I've got a few days to kill. Dimension is its own school. It appears in Spells and Magic and maybe a couple of the other supplements. But it doesn't really introduce much new. It just reorganizes the, the spells. Chat. Seems... Chat seems to think Hmm. that I may have a second scroll. Does that
1: sound... A second scroll? Yeah. You have what's on your character sheet.
2: (laughs) That's a cop-out, I guess.
1: But... What's your first scroll?
2: I've got a scroll of protection from Undead written on my character sheet. Yeah. I
1: don't know what else you have.
2: Yeah, I think that came from the temple. I don't... Scry on Neil and learn his secrets.
1: <laughs> That's just called watching my stream. It's it's really easy. Anyone can do it. Is that is that like a a higher level version of Clairaudience or Clairvoyance? Instead of looking at other people, you project yourself onto them. Wait, hey, what is this? You know, a wizard spell that would be the equivalent of streaming, where you project your oh. <laughs> your uh, what you're seeing onto other people.
2: Hmm. That looks like good pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all scrying on Daniel right now.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Okay. Um, I think there are protection from scrying spells. Mm-hmm. There may be higher level. But in the um, meantime, I'm um, studying my spells, making my staff. I do want to make uh br- 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 make some horns and probably some golden golden needles as spell components.
1: Sure, or are you can wait till after, after your staff to do that.
2: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, there's nothing that I can think of to scry on.
1: Anything, Scrying wouldn't really... Is there up? anything in particular you'd like to say to Lance when he brings you your Displacer Beast tide? Or you just want to pay him and send him off?
2: Oh. Well, that's right. What did I tell him? 100 gold?
1: 100 gold.
2: Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh, first, I'd like to inspect it. Is it like a whole Displacer Beast? Mm-hmm.
1: Jesus. Well, he's taken the the bones and the flesh, and had just brought you the sure. hide. That's a is cool like, display like of Like tentacles
2: hide. waggling off of it.
1: Yep, coming off of the shoulders. Uh, he holds it up for you, like puts Damn, it around man. himself to show that you could make a pretty cool cloak out of it with tentacles draping down. Yeah, tentacles still have the big spiked pads on them.
2: How? How on earth did you bring the beast down? arrows I nod slowly most impressive mhm I will be sure to inform Lord Song of your conquest
1: thank you uh, he takes the money looks through it yep. shakes his head with happiness uh, yep. doffs his cap to you and heads back out unless you have something else to say
2: no but I will memorize displace Self the next day. Mm. So with um, this place I need a, like a strip of Displacer Beast leather, I think?
1: Mm-hmm. A small strip.
2: Yeah. So how does that work with the whole
1: hide? Well, you just cut off little sections of the hide. You need a strip yeah. about uh, maybe six inches long and an inch wide or half an inch wide. Mm-hmm. And you just twist it into
2: yeah, such a such a beautiful beautiful cloak. Sh- medicine to start shredding it to bits, but
1: what the hell is that loop it's called that eye. you you put a twist in it so it's got one side? A I know what you mean. There's a name for it, but I used to know.
2: God, I know like a it's a shape with one edge and two faces or whatever.
1: Yeah. A Mobius strip. Mobius strip, that's what
2: it there is. There we go. Yep, yep. Okay. Um Finally. This was like the I got the spell back when I hit level three. Mm-hmm. This mm. is very good defensive spell. Any creature making a melee or missile attack automatically misses.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And suffers a minus two penalty on subsequent attack rolls. Bonus saving throws in some situations. Sweet deal. Um, so I guess I'll put the Displacer Beast hide in my study.
1: Nice. And you're... Right, because you've taken two bedrooms in the keep for yourself, plus the uh, just one. laboratory. Just one. All right, so the study is your...
2: The study is my bedroom, it's like a, yeah.
1: Is your bedroom, it's not your, space. your blacksmith workshop?
2: Correct. Yeah, when I say study, I mean the bedroom, which right. is now with like more than a hundred books, it's probably quickly turning to a stack of books with a bed in between them. Um, When I head upstairs with the Displacer Beast hide is uh, Lord Song around.
1: You can find him, for sure.
2: I would like to, I think, make a point of walking past him with the Displacer Beast hung over my shoulder.
1: Uh, He definitely stops and kind of puts his hand up to stop you.
2: And I'll say Displacer Beast. Lance brought it down in the woods for me. You know, the hunter from whatever village to the east?
1: I don't know him. But he brought down a displacer beast specifically for you?
2: I paid him good coin, but an impressive feat nonetheless.
1: Very impressive. I didn't know we had such talent in our villages.
2: Ought have to keep an eye on that one.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. I believe that village, however, is in... Lady Dysak's territory.
2: This is true. And is that not within the barony?
1: It is. But last time I hired a ranger from her territory, I had to give her some land. Which ended up being the land that that temple was built on. Hmm... Georg Don't you think Liz is getting fairly old? Perhaps too old to be of assistance any further?
2: Yes, yes, I actually initially came to her with this matter and I pat the hide. She was quite inept. Yeah, she is
1: eighth decade of life. Ninth decade of life, actually do you know why I originally hired Liz
2: her magic net
1: her magic net
2: has she taken it off the mantle in recent history
1: when she's needed with it it would be lovely to have competent ranger who's not about to break her hip.
2: Well, if she did break her hip, that might solve these problems.
1: It might. And he walks down the hall.
2: I'm not gonna murder Liz. I already got some scowls from the sheriff of that town when I went to visit her the last time. I think I'd like to stay far away from this.
1: No, one, no one's suggesting murder <laughs>
2: just an early retirement all right I dropped the displacer beast in the study shutting the wizard locked door behind me okay and
1: um, did you skip forward a few more days
2: yeah I'm trying to think of things to scry on in this meantime or oh I could Maybe I should... I keep wait. I've got those three pearls that I've been holding on to for so long. I may wait till I'm level 7 to get an extra identify out of them. I mean, i got money. I can always buy more pearls. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So as far as I know, I, I think I, only, I counted and I only know five properties of the amulet. So I'd like to cast my sixth level identify to see if there are any properties that I'm unaware of. So this this will take two days, right? To prepare or a day to prepare. Mm-hmm. And a full day in preparation, and they may actually set me back on my crafting, huh?
1: It'll set you back by two days.
3: Yeah,
2: one day, right? Like it takes a f- identify.
1: Oh, it takes a day to prepare, then a day to use. Oh, but doesn't Eight identify also drain your? Seeing? make you, like, really weak for a while.
2: Eight hours immediately preceding the casting of the spell must be spent purifying the items. Uh,
1: Special
2: magic items cannot be identified. Or some special items. Um. After casting the spell, the wizard loses eight points of Constitution. I don't have eight points, correct? I have seven points, so I would fall unconscious.
1: Does it say you fall unconscious if you don't have the requisite HP? Yeah. It does. It says you you don't die, right?
2: You no, know, you don't die, but you fall. In, if you drop below one Constitution, you fall unconscious. Okay consciousness is not regained until full constitution is restored which takes 24 hours Okay. so I guess this will kill out two days um at some can we have said at some point that I procured pineal gland from the local butcher sure would you like me to pay money for that
1: no we'll roll that into your monthly expenses okay um yeah, so
2: let's, yeah, so after Lance shows up, let's do an identifying session. Okay. So I will lock myself in the wizard-locked room for basically 36 hours in the
1: study. Do you let if people I need to... know not to disturb you? Yes, yeah.
2: I'll tell. Is there, like, a town guard? And
1: uh, There's, like, the head butler.
2: Okay. I'll probably tell Lord Song as well, that I have some, um... Yeah, some... Yeah. Okay. magical incantations to cast and I need to be undisturbed for the next 36 hours unless it's an emergency
1: the chance of learning a piece of information about the item is equal to 10% per level of the caster to a maximum of yeah. 90% so I
2: guess this is quite a risk is that per, that's per a piece of information correct? correct so how does this, I mean can I now I'm actually wondering if I could specifically learn things that I don't know like, if I've already figured out that it can, it's got the magic missile, it's got the true seeing, it's got the um, visibility, it can drain soul, souls, and it can restore stats are the five powers of it that I am aware of.
1: Uh, plus one to int as well.
2: Oh, shit. So then I can't do that. Then I won't do this. Or am I able to specifically choose, look after the seventh, eighth, ninth?
1: I think since you already know the functions of the item, when you're okay. identifying it you can you can identify around those, probably. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know, it's it's a divination. I guess thing. Yeah,
2: yeah I guess you can subsequently. Only one function of a multi function item is discovered for casting.
1: For handling. For handling, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. So then I can, like, try and get some new features about this. Mm -hmm. Can you look at the same function and increase your chances? So can you spend all five charges on the same magic item and get a bunch of 60% chance rolls?
1: If any attempt at reading fails, the caster cannot learn any more about that item until he advances a level.
2: Okay. Okay. And I do need to prepare ahead of time. Do I need to decide ahead of time which functions? Like, is it possible to say, I spend six functions on this item, and you're like, well, joke's on you, it's a plus one
1: sword. I think you will try something. We'll take it one at a time, so you can try okay. so one I'll on this item, and prepare... then if you get back, nothing more.
2: Okay. I'll also prepare my, my unknown magic potion. hmm And... anything else that's worth identifying. I've got Truth Truthseer's ring, but I assume that I already know everything about that. Eh, I mean, I'll prepare that in case I have extra Identify charges. Um, Looking through my gear for anything else. I don't think I have anything. I actually have two potions. One of them I'm pretty sure is a Potion of Haste. And then there's the one that Steel Truthseeker had, which I never tested. I think chat might have spoiled for me that it's a potion of heroism, but I'll go through the motions of identifying it anyways. Maybe I'm totally wrong in remembering it's a potion of heroism. The ring. Yeah. So I will purify, like, purify the ring, purify the potions, purify the amulet of Malchus. And we'll take it one identify at a time.
1: Sure. So let's start with... What do you want to start with? Malchus. Amulet of Malchus. You are level six.
2: Yep, so I got a 60% chance.
1: All right. You fail your first attempt on the Amulet of Malchus. Bastards.
2: So that means I can no longer...
1: Not until you hit seventh level.
2: Okay, which is coming soon. So I guess this probably was a good point to do that.
1: Uh, What's the next thing?
2: Um, The Unknown Potion. The Steel Truthseer's potion.
1: It is a potion of superheroism. Shit. uh, Which is only usable by warriors. Okay. It's completely useless for you.
2: Yeah. Is a potion of heroism only usable by warriors as well? Yes. Is Lord Song... Do I know if Lord Song is a warrior?
1: If he were to... Yeah, he would be a zeroth level warrior.
2: Okay. Uh, Make a good birthday present. Or for Greller. Yeah. um, Uh, Truth Seer's Ring. I guess I'll see if there is anything additional to learn about it.
1: So the first reading that you get... uh, well what what function what do you know about the ring
2: I, right now? I, maybe I know everything. I assume I know that it can detect lies and that it prevents the wearer from telling lies. Paladins are warriors. Yes. Fighters are also warriors. Yes. Rangers are also warriors, and so are multi-classed warriors. Chat was saying. Ah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, You get back, if the wearer of the ring encounters magic that enables falsehoods to be spoken without detection, such as an undetectable lie or a filter of glibness no lie is detected however the wing wearer will find himself unable to hear the voice of the person so influenced whether or not he is trying to listen this of course reveals the lie indirectly
2: interesting so if someone
1: can magically lie to you while you're wearing the ring you just won't hear their words
2: okay Um, I'll probably have enough to confirm that that's all that the ring does but let's go to the let's do the potion of presumed haste first
1: where did you get that potion
2: uh... I think from the Temple of Malchus. Yes. Along with the... potion of blow yourself up. It caused me to stop... drinking random potions... and saving them to be identified. Although I guess if I had tested... the potion of superheroism... nothing would have happened. And I would have... Hmm. i just as confused.
1: Uh, you get back on this other one. It is a potion of speed speed okay
2: uh can i get one function of that
1: yes i'm just looking at the exact function for you
2: No. what does a potion of superheroism do or at least the one function that i got
1: oh it increases the level of the imbiber temporarily oh. huh. so a zeroth level character would go up by six levels
2: i'm not supposed to get the six but i guess it doesn't matter oh
1: yeah well yeah it doesn't matter for you but you know first to third level character would go up by five the fourth, to sixth it's, level character would go by four. Like it significantly increases your level. Yeah.
2: So Thacko, HP.
1: <clears> yep. 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 Yes. That's
2: pretty cool.
1: Okay, a potion of speed. Uh, it increases the movement rate and combat capabilities of the imbiber by one hundred percent. Okay. So a character that would normally so, move at the rate of nine becomes eighteen. A character normally able to attack once per round now attacks twice per round. It does not reduce spell casting time, however. Okay. Uh, that is one function.
2: Okay. Um, so I've done one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Correct.
1: Yep.
2: Um, I mean, I'll keep. Those are the only items I prepared. So I'll take another look at the potion of speed. Yeah. Another look at the ring. All
1: right. Potion of speed. You get back that imbibing it does age you, however. Okay. Uh, It ages you by one year, and it is permanent. Okay. Uh, Do note, Uh, as a player, though, that any sort of magical-induced aging requires a system shock check to survive.
2: Oh, yeah, that's some bullshit right there.
1: Yeah, what is your system shock, by the way? Not good, 55. Oh, my God. Yeah, I
2: only have seven con.
1: Is, that, is your con maxed?
2: Yeah, I, that's my base con.
1: So for you, the potion of speed is a 50 50 death sentence.
2: Yeah. That's scary. Mm hmm. What, what spells magically? Is that enchan, enchant an item magically ages? Wish? Yeah. We'll yeah. Scary. Alright. Haste does too, right? Mm hmm. How about uh, Truth Seer's Ring? Any other functions? So that, that's only been four.
1: You fail on Truth Seer's Ring.
2: All right. And I can do no more. I mean, I guess I'll go back to one of the other potions and see if there were any properties, but I don't. Um, which one would I do?
1: Which potion I do you try?
2: Potion of Heroism. Sure. You fail.
1: Yep. All right.
2: <clears throat> and that was 36 hours. Oh. Mm-hmm. And a hundred gold worth of pearl.
1: Um. So I'll move back your spell learning and your staff learning by two days.
2: Oh gosh, gosh two brutal.
1: But you know, I think it's better this way. You got to take all this time to do things. It makes wizards seem great beings of beings of great power imagine. that have to do all this stuff and it takes time and you can learn all these details i think it i think the extended yeah. time that it takes to do things really makes it come alive where it's not just like oh, okay identify this identify that whatever we we'll just walk around it makes you appreciate the difficulty of these tasks
2: yeah but you know? risking dying every time you i don't know it just seemed like it'd be really shitty if you're like an 18th level wizard making these magical items and you fail a system shock on your permanency and you die to create this plus one long... Permanency doesn't three. age you. Permanent does permanency drain your con? No. Oh, okay. Permanency drains your con. Is it enchant an item that... It it? No. It's just wish?
1: Uh, it's wish and haste, I think. Now, there is a... An interesting thing, the Enchanted Item spell says that you have a 5% chance to lose one point of con from permanency. Yeah. But I permanency think permanency says you have a 100% chance of losing one point of con. Uh, no,
2: and in, uh, my interpretation was the the personal effects of permanency. So you can permanently give yourself uh, there's a list of spells that mm-hmm. you can use that way. I can't remember what they are. Maybe it right. might be like detect magic. I think you can cast permanency on detect magic so you're permanently able to see magic.
1: But if and you cast permanency days. on yourself, you age one year, whereas if you cast it on an item, you have a 5% chance to age one year? Yes, I think uh, it's drained lose one point of con.
2: That was my interpretation, uh, yes. Yeah. So the only casting of permanency that drains con is when you use it to give yourself permanent magic powers. Right.
1: Permanent, okay. I can't even remember.
2: Permanent true seeing or something like that.
1: Yeah. The magical aging with the system shock is really brutal, though. I wonder if those things were fully thought out when they were talking about those spells.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they did think them through. Like things like, doesn't haste age the person it's cast on by one year?
1: By five years.
2: By five years. So like every time you haste, I mean, you can use that on enemies to have like a 50% chance of them dying. Yeah.
1: Magical effects that reshape or age his body—petrification, polymorph, magical aging, etc. So polymorph has a chance to just kill you outright.
2: Yep. I don't think permanent fly permanency specifically lists about a, like ten spells that you can permanently cast. Yeah.
1: I guess they do think about it because here it says you know if you cast polymorph and you've got thirteen and you have an eighty-five percent chance to survive it. But then, once your polymorph spell expires and you turn back, you have to make another system shock check.
2: God, whoever it's cast upon. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you get it both ways. That's rough.
1: It is rough. But I think that makes these spell effects all the more wondrous because they're they're really powerful to trans to polymorph into something. You know, it's dangerous. I like the the danger aspect of these things. Yes, get ducked. We all we all remember that. Uh, fucking, fucking JP. Fucking what? JP. He polymorphed one of my evil NPCs that was trying to kill him in his party, and killed her through polymorph.
2: With the system shock or something. Yes. <laughs>
1: And it was a really, really cool NPC. How Killed did, her right away.
2: How did JP get a like, 12th level wizard or whatever?
1: Uh, I don't remember. I, I think he might have had something that cast Polymorph. Or... Okay. I think Polymorph is only a 4th level spell. So he must have been a 7th level wizard. Okay. Yeah.
2: Anywho. Polymorph doesn't change HP of... No.
1: Doesn't change HP at all.
2: Change Um, ACD, I think.
1: So we move on to the next day. Uh, in fact, you are woken up the next morning after your big spell casting by a rapping on your door.
2: So they did actually wait until the next morning. Yes. Okay. I emerge. Actually, maybe they've been knocking for hours and I've been unconscious at zero con on the floor. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? Oh, what is it?
1: Uh, Ark Carl, Baron Song would like to have a word with you in the dungeons. Yeah,
2: I open the door and head downstairs. Okay. Uh,
1: you find the dungeon door open mm-hmm. with a guard on it.
2: He's going to be like, someone's been sneaking around my dungeon.
1: Oh, whoops. Sorry. I forgot to tell you. Sorry. Did I just
2: spoil the whole role playing encounter we were about to have? I don't know. I we'll had have to find out. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: You get down to the dungeon where that little landing is with that room. Mm-hmm. You find Kelgreller and Baron Song.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They stop their discussion as you approach. Mm-hmm. Baron Song says, Well, look who decided to finally get up.
2: my apologies I, my casting took more out of me than I was anticipating I, is the are we next to the unicorn?
1: no no you're at the the holding station before you get to the actual cells where the where all okay. the chains are kept and the torches and there's that table mm-hmm. uh, as you explore this keep you keep getting the impression that it, it's sized for more people you know, you've got a lot of extra facilities with no one to man them it's clear that this keep is designed for a larger guard. Um, Baron Song wraps his fingers on the table and says, Last night, we caught a thief breaking into the keep. He'd made it past the wall and was coming into the keep itself when one of our new recruits spotted him. I nod For some time now There have been rumors, unconfirmed Rumors Of a A union Of pickpockets In town
2: Misty Rapids Hmm
1: Well I was hoping You could find out If that's true from this Cat burglar now, Kel Griller here says that the usual methods would be best, but I would like to see if you have any magical means of finding out what this creature knows.
2: I scratch my chin. Nothing in particular is coming to mind. What spell was I working on? It wasn't ESP, right? It was explosive Runes. Explosive Runes. There is such a mind-reading spell in one of my books, but I have not yet mastered it.
3: Um,
1: I do have... Calgreller gives a bit of a chuckle.
2: I do have a... an item that may be of use. Yes. Yes, actually. Would you like me to speak with him?
1: Her. But yes. Yes. I will... Baron Song grabs a torch, lights it off another one, and hands it to you.
2: I take the torch and walk over, um, sliding uh, uh, Steel Shruzio's ring out of my pocket and onto my finger.
1: Okay. You go down the hallway and find, in the very first cell on the left, a woman. She is in rags. It looks definitely not like the clothes she was walking around in. These are tattered and smelly and gross. No self respecting person would ever be caught wearing these in public.
2: I assume Lord Song and
1: Kel Greller have followed you. Okay. They flank you on either sides.
2: I squat down and hold the torch closer to get a look at this woman.
1: She backs into the far corner of the cell. Do I recognize her at all? Give me a charisma check.
2: Rizma is 11.
1: First roll of the day?
2: Seriously, we've been playing for almost two hours and haven't even rolled yet. 20, no.
1: You don't recognize her.
2: Well, who are you? She
1: cowers without saying anything.
2: Do you know who I am? Do you know where you are?
1: You're, you're the pet monster.
2: I look up, you know, from my crouched position up to Lord Song. He smiles,
1: <clears throat> a little bit, like a, a half smile, a haunting ghost of a smile.
2: And you didn't answer. Who are you?
1: Of no one just Karina is that the truth yes
2: Mm. well Karina just what are you doing in this basement so damp and cold wouldn't you like some food
1: Yes?
2: Some drink? But
1: what are you going to do with me?
2: I'm just here to ask you a few questions. And if you tell the truth, I'll know if you're telling the truth. If you tell the truth, you just may live. Now tell me, what are you doing in this basement? What are you doing in this keep?
1: I was sneaking in and I got caught I why would
2: why would you do something so silly you said you knew who I am you knew that I would be here did you you snuck in to meet me no no I
1: I heard that Baron Song had a lot of gold which comes out as kind of like a a high falsetto voice on her when she says I heard Baron Song had a lot of gold Is that
2: indicating it's a lie or she
3: just speaks
1: For you it sounds as a a high falsetto (laughs) I heard Baron Song had a lot of gold
2: (laughs) But you didn't come here for the gold
1: Uh, uh, Yes I did
2: Came here for something else. I narrow my eyes looking at her. What was it? Uh, I suppose let's cut to the chase. Who do you work for? Who are your accomplices?
3: I I understand.
2: You don't need to work alone. You don't need to give me names, but I'm sure your organization has an alias what do you what do you call yourself some goldsmiths union or a rat pack
1: i, I work alone i swear it on oh, my mother's grave oh.
2: your mother's rolling over as we speak you must not have had a lot of respect for her
1: uh hey uh, I. I, I uh
2: just about the only truth you've told me has been your name and do you remember what I told you when we first started that if you told the truth you just might live it's not looking good for you
1: how, how do I know you'll let me live
2: <clears throat> tell me who do you fear more me or this leader of your, or the leaders of your rat pack.
1: Oh, man. You?
2: Then wouldn't you rather make me happy, make our dear Lord Song happy, than give your life for your fellow street rats, Vanessa? she's here in town she nods that wasn't so hard
1: will you let me go
2: I look up to the lord that's not up to me
1: He bends over and whispers in your ear. Find out what she was doing here.
2: <clears throat> if it wasn't for the gold, then why have you come? Was it one of the Lord's things? You don't yes. look like an assassin. No, it wasn't. It wasn't for him. It was for me, wasn't it? No! You don't look like much. They really, they sent you. Fire up and down. Uh, uh, I like, I stand up and-
1: How do you know this? How, How do you know these things?
2: My eyes see into your soul. And I stare at her intently for a second. And then leaded to Lord's Song. She tells... Th- um, yeah. She's telling the truth. She came for something of mine. I didn't know what, but I can imagine. Was this a contract? I say, now no longer whispering. Uh, as in are you here for your own greed or for another's hey
1: can can we make a deal first if i if i tell you everything absolutely everything the, the total truth of everything that you you'll exile me and let me live please
2: i look to tongue
1: He pauses, and then slowly nods his head, saying, We can send you to Flat County, to the Count in Fortune. You will act as one of his servants for the rest of your life, under careful observation.
2: It sounds a lot better than the life of a street urchin to me.
1: I think we one of our contacts
2: is. Hold on, is is Lord Song lying?
1: Um, yes, yes, he is. (laughs) I forgot that you detect that. Absolutely, he's not telling the truth in any way, shape, or form.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Aar cringes as she spills her guts. Before spilling her guts
1: one of our contacts told me that told us that she looks to Baron Song, not even wanting to look at you as she spills her guts that Ark Carl was going to be indisposed for a day that he was going to be busy and that if there was ever a time to to come in, and, well, that this would be the time.
2: I look to the Baron. I think we should give her what she wants.
1: She looks to you. What what do I want?
2: the keys. I look to Lord Greller.
1: He jingles them before her.
2: No. Uh, open it.
1: He opens the gate.
2: Alright. I remove the amulet uh, from my robes. She wants this, I say. I'm, like letting it dangle openly on my chest as I walk towards her. But I'm going What's to- that? Uh, first charge. There's a soul in the amulet, so I will use that soul to charge a true seeing. I don't know if that, so that without it require me cutting myself. yes I, Okay. And then using the soul to drain my stats. Okay. Yes.
1: So you're gonna okay. charge a true seeing and then, uh, then use the existing soul to use replenish the existing your stats. soul. Yeah. Okay. As you cut yourself on this thing, she, you know, if possible, backs into the corner ever further and says, uh, "I was told that 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 the Carl would our Carl would be uh, busy and involved in a study, and so that was the opportunity to come in and and take whatever he had, and if he got in the way, just, just put it down. and And it, it was Vanessa's idea. She said I had to do it if I wanted to to remain with with the group. And she keeps backing away as you." cut your hand and bleed all over the amulet and say some words and lights are kind of fantasing around you uh, uh, Vanessa's the the true the true head of the our group it's a small group she's the head it's uh, <clears throat> the, the sheriff's sister Vanessa the former sheriff's I, sister
2: I'm just making the connection of who Vanessa is. And I I guess after the the minute of casting is done, I'm over to her.
1: Yeah, she's backed knife. and pressed yeah. against the corner, as flush as a person can be. Uh Gorilla at this point has a has his uh knife out demon mm-hmm. eye demon's eye out in his hand. Yes.
2: And I think Carl is in my own. Well, you're a lucky lady. Not many have, not many have seen this boon. Um, I like remove the amulet from my neck and hang it in front of her. Take a knee. Go ahead. Reach out and grab it.
1: She hesitatingly reaches out for it.
2: I as she's reaching, I plunge my dagger into her side. Uh, should i roll to hit
1: uh yeah but go ahead and give me like a plus four on that roll to hit oh, oh my god that is three that is max crit so oh
2: more d4s all the matter.
1: d4s you can roll should
2: is that three times or four times?
1: Uh, triple crit is the max you can do, which is four times damage.
2: Okay, there's no way she has... 11
1: HP. 11 HP? Damn,
2: what a what a waste of a good roll. First attack roll of the session.
1: Uh, why is there a 2d4 plus
2: one? So there, I thought it was just a single crit.
1: Oh, no, because Carl is a plus one item. Carl a plus one, one dagger, okay. yeah.
2: Presumably, I hope she had more than one HP, because I might have just wasted her soul.
1: Uh, you stab her. You, I mean, you, you critically stab her in her side. She tumbles, screaming in pain, trying to, like, patch up the hole, the side of her where you've, you know, plunged the sword into her and collapsed along and
2: Here, let me stop the bleeding. And I plunged, and I plug up the hole with the
1: amulet. Uh, she gives a cry as the beads of red light appear around you as her soul is sucked into the amulet. I think this is the first time you've drained the soul from a conscious person.
2: She's Wait, she stayed conscious? Oh, I guess she was probably a high-level...
1: She stayed conscious. Oh, wow. Uh, And when a person's alive, it's a lot more graphic. Her eyes roll back into her head. Her mouth becomes like a... uh, it, It opens a gape and the cheeks fold in, and you can just hear this deep inhalation of breath Yes Before her body shakes uh, And collapses onto the ground When you turn around You see Kel Greller's Stoic face as always You see Baron Songs Looks a little bit more concerned than he used to <sighs>
2: Wipe sweat from my brow. Maybe some blood splatter. Sheath Carl. Your
1: moment passes. Baron Song says Vanessa.
2: The, the name didn't ring a bell at first. Is this
1: the former sheriff's sister? Is
2: this <laughs> Lydia's only sister? Is Lydia, is that her name? Right.
1: Kell Lydia's sister. Yeah. Well, she only has the one. Yes. Kel Lydia's dead, though. You killed her. <clears throat> um, but yes, kill Lydia's the wraith, the wraith
2: sister. The Wraith killed
1: her. Right. She was passed up for the job by her mother. Lydia's mother was the sheriff before Lydia.
2: And I thought that Anessa is set to inherit the the badge. Who is Sheriff now?
1: We haven't done it yet.
2: Well, it seems she is far from fit to be in charge of our law enforcement. Mm
1: -hmm. She's done a remarkable job keeping out from under our nose. He turns to Greller and says, What do you think the odds are Lydia was in on it all along? She seemed quite quite the capable sheriff, but I would be surprised if she didn't know her sister was involved in these dealings.
2: (sighs) You know how family can be.
1: Well then... Can she be of use to us? Someone that has hidden under our noses for so long. If, of course, she is not guilty of unforgivable crimes, she could be quite the asset. the question hangs in the air. Well,
2: I don't imagine she thinks highly of me, given the, the rumors abound. Unless she didn't like her sister. Well, who should speak with her?
1: Perhaps the wraith should.
2: Cock my head to the side.
1: Find out if she would be willing to switch sides. Someone like this could be quite useful for our information network. We could have an information network says chuckling to himself
2: very well we'll visit her in her nightmares tonight see what she has to say
1: excellent he turns and ascends the stairs with Greller following behind him although Greller stops uh, a few stairs up and turns to look at you
2: Song was going to kill her anyways. Of course. I... I'm afraid I got a little carried away, though.
1: He watches you for a few moments, and then ascends the stairs himself.
2: Really, there's a tough nut to crack.
1: I think on that note. Why don't we take a break before you pay people visits? Uh, see you guys on the other side. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Jason with Death. Yes, yeah. yes,
2: and this time, Death won. <laughs>
3: we
1: can <get> <laughs> Um.
2: So I guess we I while away the day get back to my studies and my workshopping.
3: Mm-hmm. Or
2: heading into town.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, later this day, before you head into town that night, you do learn explosive runes. Okay. You are on top of all of your spell learning. Yeah. Only Malachi could be this lucky. Yeah, if
2: if he's still in chat, if Nick's still in chat watching, I'm I'm sorry. We can't all have 19 intelligence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there he is.
2: All right. So we, yeah, I spend the day studying, crafting. Uh, before heading into town, I think just before sundown, I will take off on foot. Uh, I'll cast a deep pockets so that I can have all my gear with me.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, you have it all.
2: And yeah, take off on foot. Okay. Do I know where Vanessa's house is?
1: uh no but you could have asked
2: yeah i will i guess as i'm getting ready to leave i will ask reller where i could find vanessa
1: he gives you directions to her house
2: wow 34 months milkyrion
1: yeah that's about right it's
2: dedication how long have you even been streaming
1: uh, 36 months. <laughs> months? 30... Uh, 36 months, about right now, actually. Right now, we're at the start of next month. It'll be 36. But
2: you didn't have partnership all that time, right?
1: No, that would be like 35 months. Wow. Maybe 34. I don't know. Melchirion's been around since the beginning.
2: Poor, poor soul. Alright. And with that, I'm walking.
1: Alright. You head into Misty Rapids late at night.
2: Not late, Uh, just after sundown.
1: Just after sundown you head into Misty Rapids.
2: Yes, I admire the beautiful sunset over the Tether Wilds in the west. Sorry, where did Greller say Vanessa lived?
1: uh let's take a look at the town map yeah vanessa lives over here
2: okay that's pretty close to where lydia lived yes it is like neighbors or yes neighbors Um, I think I left, if I didn't leave it at, I'll shove my sigil of house song into my pocket
1: Isn't it the sigil on your coat? No, it's a,
2: remember it's a hood or whatever it's like a separate grey piece of fabric Mm. that I wear over my over my black robes Okay. I'll pull the hood of my black robes over so I'm completely black and slink into town
1: under cover of night. You are in town.
2: I believe the trail comes in somewhere near Jexel's, is that correct? The path from... Yes. It
1: comes in right about over here.
3: Okay.
1: yeah. So
2: I will swiftly and confidently stride down the street, make my
1: way... People are out and about, singing and dancing merrily, enjoying the evening air. Spring, uh, the first day of spring happened just last week, and everyone seems to be excited about it.
2: And then here comes slinking down the street, this black-robed figure.
1: People tend to give you some room. You're not sure if they know who you are, or if they just always give black-hooded figures plenty of room. But they... Step aside, and let you pass.
2: All right. I'll actually, I'll uh, head actually this way. Okay. And then curve down in front of the Temple of Order. Just so I'm curious if it's even still open. That was um, Father Raumat's temple, wasn't
1: it? Yes, it was. It's been a long time. It's open. Um, Father Rolnat has been replaced by a priest, not a cleric. Mm-hmm. Who oversees the day, day operations. I mean, he was always around. Father Rolnat was just in charge. Now that he has gone, the priest is now in charge. So okay.
2: The priest of Martha, or do we know?
1: Uh, he's a priest. He, priests are generalist, usually. Okay. They're rarely specific. Clerics what is are the random roundabout specific. on the map? That... Roundabout is where all the nobles in town live. They've got their houses, their estates, kind of built in this area, which you'll see in just a moment. Right around here is where all the the wealthy nobles live. They've kind of got their own little, okay. you know, enclosed territory to keep them out from the the plebs.
2: All right. Well, I walk past the Temple of Order
3: mm-hmm.
2: and take a right down that road mm-hmm. front of the doctor's house and then another right at the fork how many people are out on the street
1: over here there's not very many this is a much quieter part of town there's no taverns or inns um, you see some lights on in, ver- in a couple of houses probably candles some other ones are dark you notice that Vanessa's house has a light on in it
2: Okay. I take a. Is the window open, or I can just see light cracking out from a window?
1: You see light coming out from underneath the door frame. Uh, you do see a shuttered window, but the shutters are tilted up so you can't see in. Or tilted down so you can't see it. Uh, but you do see light pouring out from those two.
2: Okay. Um, I pause in front of her house to light a candle.
1: The candle is lit. Uh, and
2: pulling a bit of gauze from my from my pocket mm-hmm. I set it aflame and assume my wraith form
1: uh, is the candle still lit when you wraith form or do you blow it out I blow it out okay. You I just, are. I need a
2: source of flame to set the gauze alight you are wraith-like and I slide in my misty form underneath the doorframe what's that ring? the music
1: I guess it's supposed to be <laughs> creepy music but it's creepy with modern stuff unfortunately
2: <laughs> all right oh there's a creek maybe that was a dying cat
1: maybe you oh, slip was in
2: is <laughs> there anyone out
1: on the street not around here and it's dark
2: so mist billows beneath Vanessa's door hmm so I materialize on the other side yes Well, oh, immaterialize on the other side what do I see
1: you see Vanessa she is leaning over a table uh, working on a lock
2: working on a lock huh. she's got a lock do in I... her
1: hands and some tools and she's working on the lock
2: um, if she doesn't notice me I'm actually going to cast detect magic Or, I mean, maybe she she notices as I cast detect magic. She hears the strange words.
1: Um, You don't make noise in wraith form, do you? I think I do. I think I can speak. No, but you don't make noise with your footsteps.
2: Oh, I doubt it. No.
1: I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't
2: fly. You don't fly.
1: No, you're just insubstantial. So, yeah, you don't make noise as you walk right now.
2: No. No, I don't think I walk. I think I, like,
1: float. Right. You cast a detect magic spell. That has verbal components, doesn't it? Uh, yes,
2: somatic and verbal. So okay. maybe she... <clears throat> so she probably hears strange whispers in a arcane
1: tongue. She does. She turns around to see a ghost-like creature before her.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and she immediately throws the lock down that she had and grabs, uh, pulls a silver dagger from a sheath on the table and stands to face you. So,
2: detecting magic, do I detect any magic in the 60 degree arc in front of me? <laughs>
1: yes, you do. Shit. Uh, you notice that on the table there mm-hmm. is a potion just resting there. And you notice from a bag underneath the bed, or something underneath the bed, there is another aura.
2: Okay. There is. I was. I'm mostly concerned about magic weapons because they can harm me in my wraith form. You the see? dagger is not magical. No. Is there a ha- magic halberd, perhaps, leaning casually against the wall or something?
1: Oh, no.
2: Okay. Okay. She now, says, now. What, Vanessa? Who are you? I'm not here to hurt you. At least for now. I've just come to talk. And I think I sort of like wisp past her and over her shoulder, like around her, so to come up behind her.
1: Uh, She tries to move out of the way to, you know, always be facing you. and keep mm-hmm. as much distance between the two of you yeah. as possible. So
2: I think I wisp around the house, um, I guess scanning the room over the course of the next couple rounds as we have this conversation. Yeah,
1: those those are the only magic items that you find in the room.
2: Okay. I, f- I thought you'd be more pleased to see me. Seeing as you sent your agents Carl? to Disturb me in my studies.
1: You murdered my sister. I may not have gotten along with her very well, but she was still my sister.
2: By the way, the ring of truth is long off my finger. (laughs) Right, right. Well, maybe I should put it on. In any case, I am not Carl. Who are you? It does not matter.
1: But why have you come?
2: It is I that murdered your sister.
1: Are you saying Art Carl didn't kill her?
2: Do not think too hard about these things. Your sister delved into matters she shouldn't have Got her killed.
1: What do you want with me?
2: I came to see if you can be swayed. The path you are walking is quickly leading you to reunite with your sister. By the way, I have 12 rounds of Wraith form. So. Okay.
1: You got plenty of time. Then. Yeah. I will start keeping track of how much time passes in real life, and then we'll just translate that to game time. Okay. Also subtract so magic.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I have come to see if I can fare spare you the same fate as Lydia as Karina? Was that her name? Do Something you even like remember? That. <laughs> as as Karina. She seemed like a nice girl. And you got her killed.
1: Well, they all can't be winners. Can't all be winners.
2: I bring a message for you from our dear Lord's song.
1: What does he want with me?
2: He... Wishes to come to an accord, if you are amenable.
1: What sort of accord?
2: A mutually beneficial one. You can keep doing what it is you do. The slinking and the
1: thieving. He knows.
2: I know so he knows
1: what does he get out of all this
2: information he will allow you to be as you are as long as you serve him as we all do this is his barony after all
1: how do I know this isn't some sort of trick
2: use your eyes of course it's a trick and I run like another circle around her
1: she moves to the center of the room silver dagger still in hand
2: you think that can save you and I guess I would like reach out to grab her wrist but I think my hand just passes right
1: through her I think so Uh, she shudders and steps back but doesn't put down the dagger so I what sort of information does he want
2: whatever you come by whatever you think may be useful to him you may make suggestions from time to time but for now I think keep doing what you're doing minus the sending poor souls into the keep to meet their demise
1: Georg had it coming Carl had it coming
2: what about Karina
1: she's stupid enough to get herself caught she was going to die eventually hope they made it quick.
2: That is a interesting way to look at death.
1: Well, you tell Baron Song I appreciate his offer and tell him I... I have plenty of things to share, if he is willing to be gentle in these matters.
2: Oh, he's very gentle, I can assure you. I'm the one that likes to play rough. Oh god, Uh, (laughs) I'm going to just look for the window. Okay.
1: You just pass through the window without having to yeah, do anything. Slide through the cracks. Oh, yeah. I think that was all I needed to tell her. And you disappear into the night.
2: Nope. Did you freeze or are you just nope. very silent? I'm just nope. silent. Very still. Thought about stealing her magic items for a second there, but. No, no. <laughs> this just got strange.
1: So you disappear into the streets again, wraithing your way around for another six minutes, five minutes. Yeah.
2: So maybe a few of the townsfolk see a wispy figure. A wraith.
1: A wraith. Move through the streets. Fluttering through the streets. Yes. Um, actually, give me a perception check.
3: Uh...
2: Twenty-nine.
1: You do indeed notice as you walk through uh, There are some people with the doors open Some shutters open and The person's like leaning out Looking up at the sky And then they see this wraith Just like pass down the street You see them grab their shutters And just slowly close them Quietly
2: um, Everyone knows this town is haunted I'm just reinforcing those rumors
1: Yes There is a a couple who is making out under a tree as you pass by. Uh, The woman notices and stops them. You know, they freeze in place. You can see her wide, terrified eyes watching as you just...
2: I stop and look at them. I say, life is short. Hold each other tight. Uh,
1: They scream and run towards the river, (laughs) hand in hand.
2: Yeah, might as well make the milk this wraith form for all it's worth. All right. and I head out of town.
1: You head out of town. All right, uh, we can just end it. Not end uh, You get back to the keep. You go to bed, and the day continues as normal. The night, you mean? Yeah. Next morning. Yeah. You wake up. Head downstairs, get some breakfast um, and it appears that the f- new recruits That you and Greller picked up Once upon a time mm-hmm. Are finishing their training Or at least their basic training uh, So
2: they're now officially zero level fighters?
1: They're now officially guards uh, They're officially Baron Song's men
2: like a graduation ceremony.
1: No, but they. <laughs> I mean, there's a small ceremony, but that that's later today. Uh, but that's what's been going on in the background.
3: Oh. Oh.
2: Sorry, my butt sore from sitting on that silly ball. Mm. Um, I I will. I guess over breakfast, I'll whisper a few words with Lauren Song
1: what words would you like to share with him
2: uh, the word in town is that a that uh, Vanessa got a visit from Wraith last night and she seems amenable to working with you she says she has lots of uh, lots of interesting information to share if you are generous were her words.
3: Hmm.
1: Well? Well? Well done. I nod.
2: I've also uncovered an interesting spell. You previously mentioned wishing to Lock up your belongings. And I haven't totally solved that aside from my wizard lock, which only I can. But, anyways, uh, Randall had a spell that can trap runes or writing such that it explodes upon anyone that is not designated as an approved reader. Hmm. I know this is not quite what you wanted, but. There are any secret documents, or these runes could even be placed on a door so that anyone who happened to read it would
1: would what invoke the incantation and blow themselves to pieces. Does it destroy the door or the letter? Um, this
2: is likely. <laughs> Maybe not as useful a spell as one would hope. It is mostly used by wizards to keep their spell books from coming into well being read by those other than the
1: wizard.
3: Hmm.
1: Well then. Excellent. So what happens if someone accidentally reads these? An unintended target.
2: Well, it blows up.
1: This sounds extraordinarily dangerous.
2: Indeed. Should only be used to protect the most important of messages uh, but in this way you could send a message that could only be read by its intended recipient and anyone else reading the message would be interesting meet an unfortunate demise yes the item is cast upon is destroyed
1: Thank you. Ark Carl. As okay. for the locking of the treasure room?
2: I'm working on it. As I said, the only lock I have so right now would also keep prevent you from opening the door. Now... Yes, I may need to design my own spell, which in such research endeavors are quite costly.
1: Well, our little fiefdom is growing quite nicely. We lack gold and manpower, but I think we have the will to see these things through, he says looking between you and Gorilla and the soldiers at hand.
2: Um, I have a question about explosive runes. It says that uh, the wizard who casts the spell as well as any he instructs can read the protected writing without triggering the runes. Does that mean you have to teach the person how to read the runes, or you have to teach the runes how to not blow up on the person? Does this have to be done at the time of the casting, or can you instruct a person after the fact?
1: These are good questions.
2: The wizard who casts the spell as well as any he instructs. That makes it sound like you can tell a person how to read the runes without blowing up. I think so. So you make the runes, and then like you can later tell anyone who you trust how to not set them off. Yeah. I know what that even is. It's not like a command word, is it? It's like a...
1: It's probably like a sort of thing if you read the runes in the right order, mm-hmm. uh, they explode. So you could tell the person, you know, when you come, when you see this message, once you see this symbol, you know, uh, skip to the end and read everything backwards before you start reading it forward yeah. or something like that. I don't like
2: think that. that's how the human mind processes visual cue. Like when you're reading, you don't necessarily read in a linear way. You kind of take in... Right. The symbols and piece together. Right. But whatever. This is D.
1: Magic. Magic. Okay. I have a further task for you, Carl. After dinner. After look breakfast.
2: What does magic mouth do? Chad is saying I have access to it. It is in Randall's spellbook. I don't know what it does. I thought it I thought that's what told me not to take the amulet of mouth or it told me the password for
1: Yes, it did.
2: Unseal the Shadow Realm. Maybe that's what it does it just send a message and have I have I had access to this the whole time and this is the in mouth that suddenly appears and speak its message with a specified when a specified event occurs. 25 words or less, any language known can be delivered over a period of one turn. Huh. Oh, damn. That's also a way to send a message.
1: But you have to put it on an, an item, right?
2: Chosen object. So you could imbue that in a letter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll start setting magic mouth next.
1: Hey. Okay. Second level spell. Uh 70, 80, 80 Wait, hold
2: seconds? on a sec. What oh, yeah, it's alteration. Okay, we're good. Make it scream once the door opens. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, Duran Bar, it's not that kind of magic mouth. <laughs> your your ranor
1: twitch chat so uh after breakfast Baron song pulls you aside and says that woman that thief down below she mentioned an informant inside our keep
2: oh yes yes i made that connection but forgot to bring it up with you yeah, someone must have known that I was indisposed and passed a message
1: the only people that would know that would be the servants here or the men here clearly well, we have someone whose loyalties need to be made an example of
2: I nod I think well, say,
1: a public example would work well find out who this person is And we will impress upon people the notion of loyalty. I presume our chat after you-know-who came through town was insufficient.
2: How many servants do you have?
1: A dozen. Hmm. They've been with me for a long time, all of them. I am quite offended that at least one of them would do this.
2: Would you like to gather them together, or shall I speak with them
1: individually, please? Okay. Try not to arouse too much suspicion.
2: All right. So I guess I'll slide on Steel True Seer's ring
3: mm-hmm.
2: and go up to random servants. Um yeah. All
1: right. You, if you want where do you talk to go. them? Do you like pull them into a room or do you just talk to them I, in the hallway?
2: I'll talk Yeah, I'll just talk to them casually where wherever I find them. Um and I'll just I'll say um uh, I'll just ask. Uh, did you notice when I uh, shut myself away for study the other day?
1: Uh, Why, well, yes, of course. I was told by the the head servant that we should not disturb you.
2: Yes, great. Um. And did you tell anyone outside of the outside of the Lord Song service? that I was indisposed?
1: Well, I know, sir. I didn't leave the keep all day. Good. Good.
2: I appreciate your discretion. I'm totally going to rouse suspicion if I go and ask every servant this, aren't I? But I think that's my plan.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I guess I'll go to the head servant, then.
1: Alright. You meet up with the head that's servant? The
2: Do we? Does the head servant have a name? Yes. G? Lord Jeeves.
1: Tatiana. Tatiana, oh, it's a lady.
2: <clears throat> Tatiana, um, do you recall the other day when I was um, indisposed for, for my studies? Uh, yes. Um, I believe you instructed the servants not to disturb me. Yes, my lord. Was anyone else informed um, that I was busy? Uh, Uh, Anyone outside of the service of Lord Song?
1: No, just the soldiers and the knights and the servants.
2: She's known the truth? Yeah.
1: Is there a problem?
3: The
2: soldiers as well? Yes, sir. No, of course there's no problem. Forget I mentioned anything.
1: Uh, You can't say there's no problem because you're wearing the truth ring.
2: <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. Forget I said anything. It's it's all gonna be okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Suspicions aroused. Suspicions aroused. Um.
3: Gosh.
2: I guess I will... uh, Lord Song probably doesn't want to be updated every second, but that is concerning that all of the new soldiers have been informed as well. Is there a better way to go about doing this? Maybe I should learn that ESP spell.
1: (laughs) Um... how do you do do this? Um
2: I think my plan is just going to be to keep interviewing people and asking that's every single person in the castle is now potentially suspicious. (laughs) Lord Song's paranoia is rubbing off on me.
1: But it's not paranoia if there really are spies in the castle. <laughs> oh, God. So who do you start with? Soldiers, servants, knights, Baron Song, himself?
3: Um,
2: I am assuming that Song and Greller and Kel Crystal are... Loyal, but let's see. I'm guessing it may be one of the new soldiers. Is there a barracks? Like, where are they? Like, they're just getting promoted, right? Are they all? Uh, they, out?
1: Yes, there's a barracks in the yard. I'll
2: go speak with Greller and see if he's got any leads. I do have a question about no alignment. that are randomly popping into my head. Mm-hmm. Is it? It. We had said that it only reveals the alignment of a powerfully aligned creature, but I think that's mistaken. I think the spell detects alignment, even of like a zeroth level creature. Detect e- good and evil. Like I'll uh, detect good and evil, only detect powerfully good or evil creatures.
1: Oh, and I think the
2: whole purpose of a no alignment spell is to.
1: I think you're right. I think detect I mean, good why... and evil only works on powerfully aligned.
2: And I think that's what it says in detect good and evil. But no alignment just says the spell enables a wizard to read the aura of a creature or an aligned object.
1: You're right, you're absolutely right. Okay, you detected uh, no alignment on Kel Greller.
2: No alignment? Oh, yeah, yeah. So roll. he gets the saving throw. Right. And then myself, which I guess that's kind of a strange philosophical thing to... So did did he pass or did he fail?
1: He passed. Uh, failed. He, failed. He failed. So uh, I
2: assume lawful evil? Yes. Yeah?
1: Yes. Uh, and for yourself?
2: Yes. Strange philosophical... D&D philosophical question. Like, who who gets to tell what a character's alignment is? Just the DM? But I, mean, I guess casting a no-alignment spell puts it in the DM's hands, right?
1: It does. Uh, and I but also, the, the books will say the DM knows the truth of the character's alignment at all times. And okay. you know, the, in the alignment chapter it talks about that. I'm just having a hard time truly gauging your alignment I think I think you're somewhere between lawful and neutral evil
2: lawful huh yes I have chaotic neutral written on my character sheet but
1: no that is not the case (laughs) Uh, I think right now you are probably lawful evil really yes lawful you are in service to another and you follow them loyally and do their bidding yeah. you are uh, you're as lawful as Kel Greller is
3: yeah
2: interesting alright I guess yeah but what if the law is chaotic evil <laughs> I don't know if this <laughs> one chaotic
1: well, the way I've okay. always looked at it is, the head of a mob family would probably be chaotic evil, mm-hmm. but a mob family's underlings who work for them would probably be lawful evil, because mm-hmm. they're following the order and they're following the rules and they have their place in society. And yeah, they yeah. just,
2: although the boss is probably obeying a law like the, of the organization that he like inherited. I mean, not necessarily. It depends on the ruler in particular, but some just I don't know, it depends
1: Maybe, but they're also kind of usurping the order of the land By doing their own thing okay. uh, There's like a lot of arguments to the... be made Yeah uh, Chaotic good and chaotic evil are Uncommon alignments
2: I think chaotic good is one of the most common alignments Among adventurers, don't you agree?
1: Among adventurers, probably
2: Yeah, as, far, I mean, in, in, as, as D&D characters go
1: Yeah most
2: are chaotic good.
1: I think most are probably neutral good. They want to be chaotic good, but they're probably more neutral than they'd like to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Rarely do you see players who play true chaotic good, like... Yeah. It'd be fun, though. Uh, Okay. Chaotic neutral is a very common player alignment.
2: Chaotic neutral? Oh,
1: yeah. Just fuck shit up and don't give a shit about anything? Totally. Yeah.
2: So doing a pretty good job of that until Baron's song came around and made me kneel. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll visit Greller and bring him in on the issues. Okay. As I'm <clears throat> Greller, is he on, at the yard? Are we?
1: Yeah, you can pull him away from everything else for a minute. Yeah,
2: as I'm sure you pieced together um, during our interrogation yesterday. We have a mole in our midst that was... well, that betrayed information about my activities to, uh, Vanessa and her thieves.
1: Yes. I recall.
2: I'm trying to seek out this mole. It seems that Tatiana informed not only the servants, but also all of the soldiers and guards, including the new soldiers and guards, as as to my activities.
1: They didn't leave the keep. I nod.
2: Perhaps there's a way to get a message out. On the one this complicated. Who does leave the keep? We're a ways out of town.
1: Occasionally we send servants in to get supplies or we have supplies brought in that all the comings and goings are dealt with by the servants or Kel Crystal. <clears throat> I know, Adam.
2: I go to speak with Kel Crystal.
1: Okay. She is watching the gate as always, pacing back and forth.
2: <clears throat> Crystal, uh, might I have a word? Yes. As you no doubt know, we had a uh, an intruder the other night. Yes. I'm wondering if you uh, well, perhaps have a record of who might have come and gone during that day.
1: My mind is as sharp as a tack. I remember exactly who came and went that day. The butcher brought up a pig. Uh, The head servant Tassiana with one of the others brought the pig inside I paid the man for his pig and he went away
2: did he drop off uh, uh, pineal glands at that time no you
1: have plenty of pineal glands at the moment (laughs) Hmm. and later we received a messenger I received the message and brought it to Baron Song himself
2: Okay. The none of the, none of the staff time. went to perhaps meet with this intruder and give them information. I'm trying to determine who would have had the opportunity to get this private information
1: out. The day the intruder came? That was it. The day the before, day however...
2: Mm-hmm. The day before? Maybe even more likely.
1: We sent two sets of servants to town to bring back various things I believe it was Bethesda and Marmalade
2: thank you you do your job very well
1: I do Cal she gives you a polite nod of her head
2: is it? That- which, what language is corresponding to French? It be Maybe Elvin?
1: Maybe yeah. Elvin. Maybe Elvin. Okay. Nice, fancy-sounding language.
2: All right. All right, so I go to, f- if I don't know, do I know who Bethesda and Marmalade are, or do I have to yeah, ask around? Yeah,
1: servants. You're familiar with all the servants at this point.
2: Am I really? I guess it's a pretty small castle.
1: There's only a dozen of them. You've been living here for over a month, you know? Mm-hmm. Or at least in and out for over a month.
2: <laughs> chat definitely chat thinks it's Bethesda. <laughs>
1: you know, I'm not great with names. Um One day you're gonna come across a keep and it's gonna the servants in the keep are gonna be like Valve, Bethesda, Creative Assembly. It's gonna be all my favorite gaming companies.
2: Usually, it's whatever random brands you happen to have on your desk in front of you.
1: Yeah, but I've gone through all the brands on my desk almost. I need have to you never?
2: You have never considered just pulling up a random name generator, or is that blast? That's for
1: Scrubs. You need to struggle <laughs> with your naming on your own.
2: But yeah, like the good old days before we had random name generators handy for all of our gaming.
1: Before the internet was as good as it is today
2: right G-Tech best character <laughs> G-Tech was pretty cool Oh
1: there was another one that was uh Nokin right Nokin N- or, isn't it was just No-kin Nokia song. backwards
2: Isn't wasn't Baron Song's Isn't there a Nokin
1: song? Oh was that his name? That might be his first name. Yeah. Yeah, he came off of like a Nokia camera box.
2: all right so just okay I'll go visit Marmalade okay where does Marmalade
1: work Uh, Marmalade is the cook
2: okay all right
1: you find her in the kitchen she has Mm -hmm. an assistant Mm -hmm. uh, who is actually Bethesda is her assistant Uh, two of them are working at making lunch Uh, they're baking some sweet pies right now they stop when they hear okay. your footsteps come in and mm. give you a polite Sm- bow.
2: It smells good in here, cooks.
1: Thank you, my lord," says Marmalade. Yeah.
2: Do you recall the other day when I, um, when I was indisposed in my room? Yes. I look to Bethesda.
1: Bethesda doesn't say or do anything. She lets Marmalade speak because you know, Marmalade's the head cook; she's just the assistant.
2: Did you, um, did you speak of, speak of this to anyone outside of the staff?
1: Why, why no, my lord? Says Marmalade. Truth. hmm
2: And you, Marmalade? Perhaps Justin.
1: That was Marmalade.
2: Oh, that, yeah, and Bethesda.
1: Uh, no, sir, I didn't.
2: Not even just in passing while you were in town,
1: perhaps. Uh, she's lying, but she says no. Yeah, of yeah. course not.
3: Hmm.
2: Interesting. Well, I appreciate your honesty. I say, looking intently at Bethesda. I flash a smile and I leave. Okay. And I think I pause at the door just a second, like listen with my ear to see if I hear like any panic attack happening behind me or anything of the sort.
1: Uh, Bethesda. They, they
2: speak to each other after I leave.
1: They do. Bethesda says, "He always gives me the creeps." Marmalade <laughs> says, "Don't say that. He can hear everything you say." Uh, and then it's awkward silence for a while. I've I've
2: never even cast a clear audience spell, and I've already got that reputation.
1: You're a scary wizard. God knows what your powers are. All right,
2: I will go find Lord Song. Of course, it was Bethesda. Says chat.
1: Um. Right, you you find Baron Song. Is he busy? No.
2: Lord Song, I believe I've found our leak.
1: Oh, excellent. Who was it?
2: Bethesda, in the kitchen. Went into town on some sort of errand the day before the break-in. I... I did not interrogate him fully. He could have just let it slip by accident, but this is unlikely. Shall I let you take it from here?
1: Yes. I believe tomorrow we shall have an execution in town. In town? I believe we should hang him. probably leave his body there for a few days maybe a week
2: I sort of twitch at least the hanged man will be guilty this time
1: are you saying Katrina wasn't
2: oh no no sorry sometimes I my mind drifts back and forward in time
1: can you see the future
2: Sometimes, I say, like, wistfully looking at the ceiling.
1: He leans in a little bit closer. What do you see, Carl? When you look into my future?
2: I have not tried. I look back down at him. I can gaze upon the stars tonight if you'd wish. Remind me your birthday again? It was, uh...
1: Sort of this month, the third of March.
2: I can give it a try, but such things are unpredictable.
1: He leaves without another word. Probably equally creeped out. <laughs>
2: Mission accomplished. All right, shall we head into our
1: final break? Let us head into our third and final break, and we'll see... How things go on the other side. Bye bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, it is the next day. It yes. Is Wednesday, the 30th. Oh,
2: actually, that night, that I night. will be doing some astrologizing for a song.
1: Yes. Yes. And what would you like to astrologize?
2: I think I just get a general feeling about how his next thirty days are going to go. So let me let's double check the proficiency. Player's handbook, astrology, int zero. So actually, this is enhanced by the amulet of Malchus. It is. It is. It's based on the int.
1: Ah. All right,
2: gives the character some understanding of the supposed influences of the stars, knowing the birth date and time of a person. So I guess at some point during that evening, I go back to Lord Song. Or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's after I look at the stars. I don't know how it plays out. But at some point, I need to go back to him and ask him what time of day he was born. That's fine. Um, does this have to be before I study the stars? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that was when I asked, remind me of your birthday
1: again? And like, right. Uh, so he tells you that he was yeah. born in the middle of the day. Okay.
2: All right. Um, I can study the stars and celestial events and then prepare a forecast. So basically I can write, write horoscopes.
3: <laughs>
2: the astrologer's insight in the future is limited to the next 30 days and his knowledge is vague at best. If the proficiency check is made... The astrologer can foresee some general event, a great battle, a friend lost, a new friendship. Uh, The DM decides the exact prediction based on his intentions for the next few gaming sessions. Prediction does not guarantee the result. It only indicates the potential result. If the proficiency check has failed, no information is gained unless a twenty-one, in our case, is rolled. In which case, the prediction is wildly inaccurate.
1: Uh, that would be a natural one is rolled for you then. Yeah, in our case. Right. Okay, so give me that proficiency check.
2: I probably shouldn't. I mean, then I will know if I critically oh, fail. Oh, good right? idea.
1: I'll roll it in secret.
2: Or you can roll it to, like, the GM and let chat see, or I guess not. Yeah. Okay. All so right. If, so I've got 19 in, so I only fail if I critically fail. Right. So either I'm accurate or 5% of the time it is wildly inaccurate.
1: You gaze up at the stars watching the looking for planets, looking for shooting stars. Just planets other than our own? I haven't decided. But you know, looking for celestial
2: Yes, events. it's now spring, right? Yes, so it is.
1: Uh, There are plenty there... of gods in the skies, plenty of stars in the skies mm-hmm. to go with it. And as you're watching them, you see a green streak through the sky. A a meteorite burning up in the atmosphere.
2: That's relatively uncommon.
1: I mean, it's a quick one. It's a short one. Shooting stars happen often. But this one has a green tinge to it. Mm -hmm. And it passes right through Baron Song's house.
2: Right there was, he has a house in the sky?
1: Well, like, the, someone's house is like a, a region oh, of okay. the sky that affects okay. yeah. um, your prediction, the, the future you see, is one of death.
2: Can I tell if that's ha- him or around him?
1: You see death in his future. Hmm. It is vague at best
2: <laughs> yeah yeah this is the most useful two slot proficiency in the game other than the plus one bonus it gives you to your navigation checks <laughs> <clears throat> alright in any case how do you thing.
1: tell Baron Song that you see death in his future
2: Um. So I don't know when uh, he's probably asleep when I do this so I talk to him in the morning is that sure. correct or do I come raving mad into his bedroom in the middle of the night?
1: That's your call to make.
2: If he's up, I, I mean, I'll, I, I'm i wizard. I'm Georg, and I imagine many wizards and academic folk are a bit eccentric, to say the least. I mean, so I'm probably up at all hours of the day doing wizardly things. Yeah. So I, if he is like up in the map room or anything like that, I would certainly go see him.
1: You see a candle lit in his room or the light from a candle in his bedroom.
2: Okay, I'll give it a. Uh, yeah, if he seems up, I'll give it a knock. Wood song,
1: come in, Carl.
2: I slide
1: the door open. Is it He is or? in bed. The blankets pulled up to him. Uh, mm-hmm. His new bed slave is beside him. The one that he got for his birthday. Uh, she seems to be asleep beside him. He is reading a book by candlelight.
2: I, I saw a... a green falling star through your house this evening. Your house in the sky. Um, I look to the bed slave and then to him as if to indicate whether I should continue. And the...
1: He gives a nod.
2: This is an omen of death. Let us just ensure that it is you that holds the hilt and not the blade.
1: Death? Am I going to kill someone, or someone going to kill me?
2: This I cannot see, but it will be a trying month for you.
1: I am executing someone in the morning. Is that what you have seen?
2: It's possible, but I think that that is a little too obvious. Um that I was gonna say.
1: Find out if Bethesda has any other accomplices in here. I want to be sure.
2: Is Bethesda has has he been arrested?
1: No. He should be in his quarters, presently. I was planning on making it a surprise. Maybe not.
2: I nod. Take care, Lord Song. Hmm. Death can be a great boon for those that are prepared. Stay vigilant, though I know you always are. I glance at the book that he's reading. Does it have a title? Or or is it not marked?
1: Uh, yes, it does have a title. It is called The uh, Eight Dragons of Arcadia.
2: Interesting. Alright. I excuse myself and shut the door behind me.
1: Okay. I guess... What do you do next?
2: I guess I'm supposed to go speak with Bethesda. I should say that in the morning. I'm pretty sure if I go talk to the servant at this point, I'll definitely know that something is up. I think I'll wait till first thing in the morning.
1: Okay. Uh, You pass the night.
2: Yeah, and I make sure to get up early. I don't have any spells that I need to memorize or anything, so I think I sleep restlessly dreaming of green comets.
1: Okay. Next morning rolls around. Uh, You find Bethesda in the kitchen with marmalade. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also see now the other slave that had been brought along with the bed slave who was supposed to be a cook. In the kitchen.
3: Okay.
1: And the other slave seems to kind of not have much to do. It seems the two non-slaves are not going to let her do their work for them. It's a matter of so, pride, probably.
2: So this new this new cook slave is just sort of hangs out here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've seen her do some things now and then, but she seems to mostly fetch things from high places or, you know, do the dishes, just do the really dirty work, even though she's a trained cook.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> All right. I step into the kitchen, sliding the truth ring on my finger. Mm-hmm.
1: The two turn around at your approach give you a nod each marmalade speaks up saying uh my lord is there anything i could do for you today do you have a special breakfast you'd like to request
2: no no carry on marmalade uh bethesda could i have a word
1: she walk uh he walks over to you
2: Mm -hmm. i like step out into the hallway yes Sort of look intently at him for a second trying to figure out what i what i need to say my lord do you have any other accomplices my lord in this in the castle or outside i suppose
1: accomplices i don't understand
2: I know you fed information to Vanessa and her. <laughs> and her guild. Uh,
1: I I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Come Look, Bethesda. I like steps. you, and I like reach out and put a hand on his shoulder. You know that this wasn't your idea you you aren't you aren't a bad man you aren't a foolish man you were coerced i don't i don't blame you Oh that was a lie. i don't know if that was a lie i feel like that's ambiguous enough that i can say it right okay maybe i don't say that I my my words choke in my throat Do I even like him? <laughs> this is what becomes a lie. What's happening? I, I, I think, don't think you I think have. Like, I think I'm paused for. I have like there's like five seconds of silence where I have this meltdown in my head about what, why can't I say these things? <laughs> <clears throat> I. I'm sure you were coerced. That there's someone else pulling the strings. <laughs> Lord Song doesn't doesn't care about you. He he's concerned with with those puppet masters, the Vanessas of the world. So before this goes and gets blown out of proportion, why don't you just tell me who? Who else you were in league with
1: my my mother's very sick you know and i don't make a lot of money and i needed some money for medicine that's and, a sad story and and one thing turned into another and another and it, it was harmless information. Just, just a couple of comings and goings of innocent things. Just, just to give people a feel for what it's like down here.
2: Did they come to you?
1: No. And no, I it just. Vanessa. I.
2: Uh... You worked with her directly.
1: She didn't seem like a bad person. She just wanted to know what was going on and offered to pay me a couple of silver pieces every month for it—a handful of silver, really.
2: Silver. Lord Song is a wealthy man. You didn't—didn't didn't you realize that this information would be just as valuable to him, if not more so?
1: What information? That people just wanted to know that the ordinary happenings, who gets hired and fired and what people are doing? and <clears throat> It's it's just basic stuff. It, there's nothing th- there's
2: ordinary no about my happenings. <clears throat> Come on. There's, is there There's really no one else in, in the keep that... You were in league with?
1: He shakes his head. there's there's no nefarious plot at all. I just, just get a couple extra silver a handful of silver every month just for keeping Vanessa up to date on what's going on. She's she's always so jealous of her sister, and I thought that it, it was just be you know, I was helping ease her her burdens and let her kinda of get what she never got. I
2: Yes. Vanessa will get her due
1: She's not a bad person She just got overlooked Because she's so much weaker than her sister Well
2: It's not always The strong that survive Now is it
1: Uh, What are you going to do to me
2: I'm not going to do anything everything's gonna be what? <laughs> it's not important.
1: <laughs> Maybe
2: it is important. Maybe I can't even say that. Um So did you always meet with Vanessa directly?
1: Mhm, at the Fog View.
3: At Fog View. That's
1: It's an inn. Okay, yeah, that's the one on the... Mm.
2: Do you know any of her accomplices? Or was she always alone?
1: Accomplices? There's no no big plot. She's... Is there?
2: Well? There's you. There's Vanessa that's two there's an intruder do
1: you think the intruder is
2: three makes a coven wait, I'd say we wait have what a... does
1: the intruder have to do with this
2: I'm like getting impatient hoping that like the guards show up to arrest this guy soon so that I can
1: apparently the guards are not showing up right now <sighs>
2: Nothing. I appreciate your your honesty.
1: <sighs> I I have to go back to the kitchen now.
2: Yes, Do keep this between us.
1: An eager nod accompanies her reach his retreat into the kitchen.
2: <clears throat> Poor Bethesda.
1: A few minutes later, I don't, I don't I'm not sure what you're doing, but a few minutes later, you see. Some of the guards, including some of the new ones, uh, in full armor and regalia with ceremonial equipment on. uh, Stalking into the kitchen and dragging Bethesda out by the arms. He kicks and screams, but they shackle him and throw him over a horse in the courtyard. Oh, God. I don't know. Kel Greller comes in and rounds up most of the household. All the servants leaving a few soldiers behind along with Kel-Crystal. The slaves even get brought out. And a large procession heads towards town.
2: I will speak with Lord Song before he leaves.
1: Okay, He is right sitting atop his horse while this is going on in his full, fancy barren regalia, looking as regal as possible.
2: I will approach Lord Song and say and shake my head uh, Bethesda worked alone met with uh, Vanessa directly from the fog's view in excellent good I work Carl got in way over his head <clears throat> I'd rather not be there if this is okay with you why not I don't care much for hangings
1: you have a problem with hangings.
2: I think I sheepishly avoid eye contact.
1: Well, I need you there anyway. <clears throat> Man up, Carl. I know you're young, but not all things in life are easy.
3: All
2: right, I fetch my horse
1: okay. um. um. All right, everyone goes down to town.
2: I have to cast my last uh, deep pockets on this day. So I'll need some golden needles. I guess we'll probably take a pause on the staff building to do that. But
1: Yeah. The procession leads into town, which is busy, but, well, which is not as busy as it ought to be. Crier, uh, messengers have come ahead of time letting everyone know that there is going to be a special event at the steps of the head temple on the main road the temple
2: of purification?
1: no 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 the, the main temple
2: oh the temple of law and order or whatever no nope, the no nope, there,
1: there's three temples in town there's oh, the temple okay. of purification, I... the temple of order and the main temple
2: wait was father wrong that at the main temple?
1: Uh, yes, he was actually. Uh, okay. It is brother something else that's at the main temple,
2: and he's but he's not a cleric. No, right?
1: he's just a priest. Brother, brother, something. Brother Nem is at the main temple. Okay, a uh, temple of order. Baron Song leads the procession there is a tree branch that all the stuff is being done underneath and as the townsfolk gather Kelgriller throws a noose over the branch Bethesda panics and tries to run but is held fast by guards and whapped in the face until his crying ceases the town has gathered around and is looking quite concerned with what's happening Eventually, as many people are that are going to show up are here and uh,
2: is, uh Vanessa in the audience? Yes.
1: You notice that she's right. near the front, like one row back from the front.
2: Trying to gauge your reaction. Are any of the any of the priests in town? Is Mother Omen. Mother
1: Omen is, is here. Brother Nem is here. The, bro- uh, the the priest that took over for Father Ralnat is here.
2: Chat. Public executions are among the liveliest and celebratory events in medieval society. I hope Neil reflects this.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, Baron's song begins with a speech about loyalty and the meaning of sticking together as a group and how we're all in this together. The entire barony is one family. And those that would betray the family, betray Baron Song, betrays each and every one of them. And here we have a betrayer, to which people start to boo and hiss and throw fruit. Uh, Bethesda is standing at this point, or stood on a saddle as a a noose is fastened around his head, then he's stood up on a horse's saddle and the rope is pulled taut. He stands there trying to balance himself. His hands have been tied behind his back so he can't reach the, the noose. Baron Song continues saying that this thief here, this spy, works for nefarious evil around. and was spilling information, slipping it to the enemy. The comings and goings of our very dear Ark Carl he gestures to you. Am I like
2: Says, positioned like, next to him?
1: Yeah, nearby. On
2: on horseback? Still, are we all on horseback or yes. Have we okay? Yes.
1: Those that would betray Carl, betray me and betray all of you. Our dear Ark Carl here has brought great wealth to our barony. He has brought power and information. I know many people fear him, and with good reason. For he is a most powerful sorcerer. A dimensionalist, even. Just
2: gonna pin this on me. <laughs> I'm looking sullen. To the ground. Vanessa is. What is her reaction?
1: She is watching, kind of casually, maybe a little too casually. Maybe, like, she's trying to fake being casual. Um, Baron Song continues saying uh, We execute this man for his crimes against myself and against our newest wizard. But any one of you could be executing him for his betrayal of you all, too people cheer, throw some more fruit and Kel Greller gives the horse a whap across the ass. It lurches forward and the man drops I a have couple of feet. I my eyes. <laughs> um, his neck does not break from the fall and so he dangles for a few minutes, kicking. He can't scream, but he kicks and thrashes around while he slowly chokes to death. Uh, I people cheer watch. and applaud and clap until Mother Ullman steps forward.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I wanted to gauge her reaction as well as Brother Nem's. Basically, yeah, the other powers in town. I'm certainly not looking at the hanging.
1: She steps forward mm-hmm. and says, "By my, my good Lord's song, this is this is abominable. This wizard here, this Ark Carl, is." It's a demon monster. I have seen him look into the heart of evil without the light of, of the goddess in his eyes. and I saw him look at the evil as the evil looked at me. People kind of shift uneasily. Baron's song gets a stern grimace across his face. Mother Ullman continues. Carl is, is a monster, a monster from a faraway land, with dark sorcery at his fingertips. We all know the ghost that roams these streets. We know it because it arrived with him, and as he grows in power, so too does the phantom that stalks our streets. People go missing, people disappear, they die in their, in their beds. Healthy people. Baron Song clears his throat and says, Now, now, Mother Ronat, don't let your superstitions get the best of you. She ignores um, him and continues, I say that if Carl is to stay here, he must be purified in the river through our purification rituals of the damned. Uh, There's a cheer coming up from people in the back of the crowd. Purify him! Purify him! Baron Song looks very uncomfortable at this and Mother Rolnat steps forward a little bit closer pointing a Mother crooked Ullman. finger at you
2: get your own names right DM
1: Mother Ullman did I not say did I say Father Rolnat or Mother Rallnat yeah,
2: Mother Rallnat.
1: Mother Ullman she <laughs> steps forward pointing a crooked and bony finger at you and says you there dark sorcerer you you terrify me in a way that I have not been scared, ever. I have seen horrible things in my time, but none more so than your black heart. You bring doom upon us all.
2: I look up, meet her gaze. I don't know if I have anything to say. She speaks a lot of truth, doesn't she?
1: I take it you're not wearing your ring anymore.
2: No, I'm not wearing my ring.
1: Do you have anything to say?
2: I don't think so. she was in the middle of that, I thought about saying something about how many wraiths I'd killed and how much I'd done for the town. But as she kept talking, she kind of made more and more sense. Carl's already kind of beaten down and we're standing next to a hanging man. Has he died at this point? (laughs) Nope.
1: He's still thrashing about. Bringing back bad memories for Carl. She withdraws her finger and says, You see, my people? He does not deny it. Nadinas knows the truth. She is the way that we should follow, and this man is abhorrent to her, to her causes. His dark sorcery defies nature. We must purify him, she cries, uh, to which more people, all in the back, far away from the knights assembled, uh, give a, a rousing cheer. Uh, Kelgreller steps defensively in front of you. Yeah. Or moves his horse defensively in front of you. Uh, to which Baron song says, My dear Mother Ulmen, I hope you are not thinking of betraying your lord as well
2: this has been great I should just let you role play with yourself every week (laughs) Uh,
1: she retorts I do not betray you my lord I come to save you from yourself you do not realize this sorcerer has placed a charm over you a ruse he beguiles you he distorts your mind let me purify him in our holy river Baron Song rides his horse up near her, forcing her out of his way.
2: Mother... I'll... I speak up. Mother Omen, I have crossed your river, rinsed myself in its waters. I do not... It did not melt my flesh or cleanse my soul. Looking up from her into the crowd... There are gods other than the Denus. And though your roots are strong, there is a darkness in this land, and it was here before I came. I have seen the race and the crypts. There are bones buried in these plains, going back many generations. I did not bring this evil. You brought it. And you will need the help of more than Nadinas if you wish to survive the coming days.
1: Blasphemy.
2: Does she, say, she says that? Yes. I do not serve your god or any God. I serve men. I serve magic. Whether you like me or not, you need me.
1: She extends a crooked, bony finger at you. Liar, blasphemer, heretic. You unleashed the darkness on this land. And only by the might of Dedinus have I managed to drive it back. You slew Father Ralnat for his crimes. For his loyalty to the people. You murdered those in their sleep. You desecrated this land with your vile presence. Betrayer. Aaron Song has ridden his horse uncomfortably close to her. He looks down at her from atop his position. I get,
2: I get closer as well. Lord, mother, this is not necessary. You will notice that you are the accuser here, ma'am. I have no fighting words, no declarations of war. They not point to you and call you sinner, say that you must be purged. You are the one that calls for death and purification.
1: Silence washes over the crowd.
2: As the noble Lord's song has said, in these trying times, we must stand together, or we will all soon find ourselves at our knees. Can you not find it in your heart to accept those that are different than yourself? To share your love with all that Nadinus has created? Not just those that choose to roll in the dirt and the roots and...
1: Blasphemer! <laughs> Blasphemer, your heresy has no place here. I roll my eyes. Baron Song just kicks his horse forward and walks to the crowd, leaving the man who's barely twitching now but still... You know, Maybe it's just the last bits of electricity running through his body, causing his toes to spasm. A barren song leaves. I the men follow. after him. The knights follow.
2: Looking down to Mother Ullman as I pass her. The servants and slaves follow. Saying somewhat loudly, I forgive you, Mother.
1: And I walk through the crowd. As you all depart, the crowd erupts with discussion and pointing and everyone is talking about everything Just ha- that just happened. Uh, you see Mother Ullman has been slightly ostracized from the group. Her followers gather around her like uh, like elephants around a young child that's been wounded. Uh, they quickly hurry her off to the Temple of Purification as all of you ride back to the keep. Halfway through the ride, Baron song slows his horse down to next to you. And he leans over, saying quietly, We do not need a martyr on our hands.
2: Nor do we need another dead priest.
1: He picks up his pace and takes the head of the column. And you guys go back to the keep. Do you have a spell that you're or learning?
2: I do not. I learned explosive runes the other right. day. Uh, let's do. Let's do magic mouth.
1: Okay. I seem to have lost my pen. Magic mouth is second level. Yes. Like oh, yeah, Magic the Mouth is already being done. That's okay. already. It is. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, when was it that you talked to Vanessa? It wasn't last night, was it? No. It was two nights ago, right? It was right? two days ago. Right. Okay. Alright, so that finishes up the end of March, actually. Um, As you guys ride back oh. and the day finishes out, we close.
2: I. Well, I guess I. Okay, if I pay now, I'm. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm, 50, but that means rent is due, correct? Uh.
1: Yeah, it means your monthly expenses are due, but it also means you get the 250 from Baron Song. Right? Oh, I do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you have to just pay your monthly expenses, which are 50 GP per level?
2: Yeah, so. so... 300 minus 250 so I have to spend 50 yeah.
1: yeah and I guess that is probably it for today we will yeah. pick up next week on April
3: 1st
2: oh you
1: mean in game in game yes Yeah. Uh, so it will be April, April 1st, 1st episode. there is no April Fool's Day in this world well maybe there is
2: um, <laughs> Jexel's, day. Maybe. Jexel's Day.
1: Possibly. I don't I'd have to see where he is on the Actually, he's right around that area. What do you mean? Um Do they have months? Well yeah, everyone all the gods have a position in the sky that corresponds to
2: Jexel's like the first to rise, along with Malchus.
1: Yeah, where is Where is my Um, so if yeah actually so Jexel's day would be right around the first day of spring I think Hmm. is that right? interesting
2: do all the gods have a day? maybe not
1: maybe Malchus is the first day of spring uh, yeah i think malchus is probably like the first day of spring Verossi is the first day of winter a the first day of autumn martha is the first day of summer
3: hmm.
2: no need to decide now yeah all right let's, let's do some experience Yes. Um. Did I cast any spells? To, which are we gonna? Let's see.
1: You cast wraith form twice and knock yeah. once.
2: Okay. those, those all count?
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. I think so. Impose their problems. Yeah. Wraith is third level. Is kind of,
2: yeah. So that's six spell levels. Knock is second. So that's eight. Cast anything else?
1: No. Uh, you did finish up the Marjorie quest.
2: I identified items i guess that didn't that's not
1: overcoming anything that's
2: ward in and of itself yeah so finished up marjorie mm-hmm. uh, so, so spells will give me that's H. so that's 400 xp mm-hmm. i learned a bunch of new spells uh
1: you did what did you learn
2: i learned explosive runes no alignment
1: that's f- four spell levels right there
2: yeah is that all i learned i think that's all i learned
1: Okay. Uh, You successfully interrogated that thief, found the location of Vanessa, and kind of, you know, informed her of her situation.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Let's see. Sorted
2: out who was giving her information, but I guess we can, and got that person hung. Right. Um, Let's see. You included the Marjorie quest?
1: Yep, yep. Um, let's take a look at... DMG for a moment. Here.
2: I got my... I bought my Displacer Beast, but I guess that is rewarded in and of itself.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see, Clever Idea. Any Clever Ideas that you've had?
2: I don't think so. My ideas are all pretty standard. Using my magic items.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna give you some experience for reading Baron Song's future. Actually. Okay. You roleplayed your character well, as always.
2: I killed the the woman that I killed was a thief. I don't know if that counts as a... No,
1: she was not posing a threat to you at the time.
2: I crit the crap out of her, though. But she, why wasn't, she wasn't a threat. <laughs>
1: she was an unarmed thief in a jail with a seventh, a sixth-level wizard and a knight standing over her, <laughs> weapons drawn. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay. Let's
2: throw... As long as it's at least... Eleven hundred. I won't complain. But.
1: Okay, and you get ten percent for high int. Mm-hmm. All right, you hit level seven with three thousand one hundred and two experience, including ten percent. Including ten percent, brings me to
2: sixty-two fifteen. It's sixty-two fifteen. Sixty-two thousand and fifteen.
1: Million. Right. Are we sure that's the right experience for a wizard? I
2: think so. Let me double check.
1: It is indeed seventh level wizard.
2: All right, and what level is level is eight? Um,
1: oh, actually mark down another hundred experience for identify, another 110 experience for identify. I didn't
2: overcome foes and obstacles though, did I?
1: No, but that was, I think that's a worthwhile use of the spell.
3: Okay.
2: Here's where the levels start getting really hard to come by, huh?
1: Yes.
2: So let me Because for the next
1: level you need 90,000.
2: Oh, well, I guess that's not that bad.
1: After that it's 135.
2: Mhm.
1: And then 250. <sighs> level 10 is a huge jump.
2: Yeah, do I get a Thaco bonus at level seven, or is that...?
1: I think you do. I think you get a plus one to hit at level seven. Um, Yes, you do.
2: Nice, so now I'm at plus two to hit. Uh,
1: Please roll me a d4 for HP. Yeah.
2: Or maybe no. 3.
1: I'll take it. Not bad. Not bad at all.
2: Bring me to a max of 19. And I get the 4th level spell Dimension Door because it's the only dimensional spell.
1: Alright. Ooh, that also means you get more spells per level. Or is it just the 4th level spell?
2: Um, I don't know. I'll have to check. I might get another 2nd level spell or something.
1: Uh, You do get an extra 2nd level spell. Very good. Yeah. Next level, you get an extra third and fourth level spell.
2: Sweet. Am I still at four first level?
1: Yeah, you're at four, three, two, one. Yep. Nice. And now, any spells that you have failed to learn, you can retry.
3: Yeah,
2: and I can retry identifying on the amulet of Malchus. Mm-hmm. I actually have n- I haven't failed to learn any spells. <laughs>
1: you so haven't failed know. to learn a single spell.
2: I don't think so. Not in recent memory. Like, maybe I, maybe when I was, like, level 2.
1: Oh, my God.
2: 80% is pretty sweet.
1: All right. Okay. Dimension,
2: dimension Door, there's no chance of fail, guys.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, what they're of... saying is, once upon a time in roleplay, someone All cast right. a Dimension Door above a dragon and tried to, like, step out onto the dragon, but... There was a timing roll to see if they could time it right to get near the dragon, and they missed and fell a very far distance and died.
2: They didn't have a feather fall?
1: <laughs> they just, it was not a wizard who stepped through the portal. Oh. No. Uh,
2: Wait, Dimension Door opens a portal? I thought it was...
1: I think that was they were using a different spell, actually. I think it was a cleric spell that they were using. Okay. Um, And they were just mistaking it. I could hmm. be mistaken, though. I don't remember exactly what spells were being used at the time.
2: Georg's getting pretty spiffy over here. Mm -hmm.
1: We might want to think about at what point you want to temporarily retire Georg, if ever. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know.
1: Well, let's get you to a position of...
2: I mean, we're basically more... I mean, he's a court wizard. We could essentially shelf him if we needed to. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty happy with playing Georg continuing to play Georg. He's a lot of fun. I like this storyline.
2: Yeah, not necessarily going where I imagined it would go, but...
1: No. But at some point, we may get to a, a resting point for Georg. I don't think that day is today, though. No. I don't think that will come anytime soon.
3: Yeah.
2: We'll see. I mean, maybe when when I hit ninth level, I can start making uh, potions and scrolls. Ooh. And that may be the time to, like turn it into like a math campaign (laughs)
3: fast
2: forwarding one year Mm -hmm. how many potions and scrolls get made how many spells get researched how many
1: yeah we'll see Uh, anyway that's it for dicing with death today ryan do you have any things that you would like to inform your fans of
2: yeah i don't think so thanks for watching
1: thanks for watching guys if you're going to stick around, we're going to be playing some Total War, we're going to try out we're going to try some more of the new Warhammer Total War. Um, but then we're going to what be are you, doing Well, we'll are you probably just as that. Hmm?
2: What are you playing as?
1: Playing as the dwarves.
2: Fun? You yeah,
1: fun? I have been underwhelmed so far by Warhammer Total War. Really? Yeah, everything just kind of I don't know, I really don't like the art style everything is just blending together. And there's a lot of like cool visual crap that just looks, I don't know. I I liked the, the the more conservative art style of Attila and Rome, but this is pretty fantasy. So there's like giant mountain ranges that block your view of things and like crazy banners and all sorts of, and you're just like, tone it down. You're you're trying to be cool. And it comes off. It's like, like Starcraft two wings of Liberty storyline. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Are there? Do you have any dragons or anything like that?
1: Not yet. I think there's like a gyrocopter or something that I can build, but I'm not super psyched to build it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is Qualnir level? Quanir is level eight, isn't he?
1: I have his character sheet right here. Let's take a look. Qualnir is level eight with seventy nine thousand experience points. Yeah. okay well that's it for today's dice with death everybody we will see you next wednesday
2: i think so i think so
1: we'll see you next wednesday and before we head out for the rest of the day or for the end of the show can we get everybody in chat to give ryan here a big happy 27th birthday that would be fantastic thanks guys yeah Uh. I guess we already discussed your birthday plans, but we hope you have a good time and do something fun.
2: We'll do. We'll do. Oh. Okay, now dancing after this and gotta, gotta pick something tasty to eat. Have tango dancing. Oh god. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Argentinian god. tango. Yes. Oh, come here. Oh my
2: goodness. Thank you, chat. This is the most the most birthdays I've received in my life since last year.
1: <laughs> Alright, that's it. I think Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We're out. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.